Is Kylo Ren a fan of Japanese arts and crafts? Is Darth Vader's helmet haunted? Is Rey royalty? Does an art book from 2015 hold the answers to the secrets of Episode 9? This week, we're breaking down the first trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. You've taken your first step into a larger world. Let's go. Hello there. I'm Rowan Williams. I'm Baz McAllister. And welcome to Force Material, the show that's usually all about the sources and secrets of Star Wars, but this week is all about breaking down that sweet, sweet Episode Nine trailer. Do you remember where you were when you saw the trailer? <laughs> I mean, it was it was a few days ago, so uh, the Alzheimer's hasn't set in that badly. I do remember. Uh, I was uh, I, I was in Sydney. Mm. I, I, as I talked about on the pod last week, I wasn't. Uh, I was on like a little mini holiday, but I did. Uh, I did catch the episode nine panel. I, um, got myself set up on the hotel's free Wi-Fi. <laughs> sat there in the hotel lobby so I didn't wake my girlfriend up at like, <laughs> with my headphones in, 3 a.m. on, uh, in Australian time in, uh, on, uh, on Saturday morning watching, um, watching the panel. Uh, and it was, uh, it was a panel, you know? Yeah. Like, the panel itself was a bit frustrating, I found, but the, uh, the actual, uh, the, the footage was, uh, well, it's pretty good. We're, we're devoting a whole, uh, you know, the next two to three hours are going to be us talking about how good it was. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yourself? Um, there's an Australian band called Tripod, mm. comedy band. Um, I'm, I know you know this. Yes. <laughs> they have a song called Get to the Effing Monkey, which is about King Kong <laughs> and how long it takes for the monkey to show up. Yes. Yeah. That's how I felt during that whole panel. A hundred percent. Give us the trailer. In some ways, you know, it would be nice to have either the title or the trailer right at the front. Yeah. You know? Uh, in a, yeah, I agree. Actually, way, I mean, I do, that, I do love that. You know, yeah, the the sense of anticipation of yeah, like, here well, comes the trailer, here comes the trailer. That's good. You know, and then you know, where's the drop? Where's the drop? Here's <laughs> yeah. the drop. Um, but I don't know, man. I thought the panel was kind of weird in that. Like, I love Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I put a thing up on Twitter, like, oh, you know, because I saw some people being like, oh, Stephen Colbert, and I'm like, no, it makes total sense because he's he's talked before about, and he ended up telling the story later on in the panel, but like. He, um, you know, he went to a preview screening of Star mm. Wars like weeks before it was released. He's been a Star Wars nerd before anyone, really. Yeah, yeah. So just from that sense, it was cool to have him there for the final, you know, saga entries panel. Um, but, but I did kind of think, like, this is a Lucasfilm event, right? Yeah. It's, it's Star Wars celebration. The whole thing's run by Lucasfilm. They can control it within an inch of its life if they want to. Just vet the questions beforehand. Like, just kind of, just kind of, if he's asking stuff they can't answer. Yeah. Just reword it so there's something in there they can answer. Yeah. Like, like he doesn't mean. have to sit there for an hour and ask stuff that they can't answer. Or ask stuff that kind of gives away the end of the trailer. Like, when he's like, can we talk about who the big bad is? And yeah. it's like, well, it's obviously not Kylo. Yeah. And it's not Snoke. So, like, you know, so stuff like that. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's it's a, it's a, it was a fun a fun panel. Like I'm probably yeah. being too negative. It, it, was, it was it was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he got legitimately shirty when he he said, "Oh, I get it. So you you called me out here to just ask questions and not get answers." 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's funny, like, because I, I, I watch, like, the Colbert show every night, and, mm. like, he... I like I yeah I, I think he's he's amazing, but I often find like his um, monologues are better than his interviews because sometimes in his interviews it's it's very clear, kind of like Letterman back in the day. Yeah, it's like very clear which guests he like cares about and is actually <laughs> listening to yeah. and working with and responding to, and the guests where he's not really listening to them. Like he'll ask stuff where it's like they kind of covered that already or whatever. Yeah. and like this one, you could tell he was like really into it, and yeah, maybe maybe he was getting genuinely frustrated after yeah. a little while with like why am I here like i can't i can't ask any questions that they're gonna that they're gonna answer yeah um but it was you know he he um he just brings like a lighter touch i guess to the whole thing which they then yeah um you know it was a it was a funny panel like i guess because they couldn't give away any secrets really Mm -hmm. um but but they was you know they were joking around and you saw the camaraderie between you know jj and kathy and the and the cast yeah that was cool yeah i uh i watched it um well i watched the trailer Mm. Uh, in the morning when I woke up, because <laughs> I, I wake super early now because of little baby. Yeah. Um. So I, I woke at six that morning, mm. and he didn't actually stir until twenty past or half past. So I, I got to go downstairs and watch it. You know, stream it to the big TV. Oh, nice! And watch it three or four times. Nice. And, and then I watched the panel sort of that night. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. You already know what's <laughs> happening in the trailer before you watch yeah. the panel. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I, uh, I haven't had a chance to go and watch the other panels yet, but uh, I watched a bit of the Mandalorian panel. Yeah, I watched that one. Uh, yeah. And I, I, actually, I did watch most of the, well, I kind of cheated with the Clone Wars panel. I wanted to watch just enough before we, we, um, we did mm. this to have just at least seen the new footage and trailer and stuff from yeah. that. But to be honest, we're probably going to be doing so much episode nine talk. I don't know how much, you know, if we're going to get to that anyway. Yeah. Um, so but- I, I watched a bit of the Clone Wars panel mm. and a bit of the resistance panel mm. until, you know, it became clear that there was no way we were getting to see anything really. Mm. So anyway, but I suppose what we're, um, the, the big ticket item that we're here to, to yeah. break down in excruciating detail today, uh, <laughs> is the episode nine trailer. Let's just do this shot by yeah. shot. Let's yeah, go through yeah, shot it. Shot by shot. So we open with some heavy heavy breathing before we see Ray alone in the desert. Um, very reminiscent of both the opening shot of the first Force Awakens teaser with mm. Finn popping his head up in the desert, uh, breathing hard, and the opening shot of the Last Jedi teaser with Ray kind of on the rock. Um, yeah, you know. I guess, so I don't know what the breathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's the significance of that? Do you think significance of breathing? Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, we need to do it to live. I guess <laughs> public public, sa- public safety announcement, like public service yeah. announcement. Hey, remember to remember to breathe. Well, I guess it's it's you know tying the uh, the, the Jedi arts closer to you know yogic <laughs> techniques, <laughs> isn't it? Right? <laughs> Well, you know, we have we have the lotus position already, don't we? So yeah. why would you not sort of focus on your breathing? Sure. You know, maybe she'll be doing the downward dog by the end of maybe. episode nine. Hey, who yeah. knows? Uh, then she takes out a lightsaber um, and she appears to be preparing to kind of face mm. uh, something down, which obviously turns out to be to be Kylo Ren's, uh, well, we'll get into oh, that, but yeah. a ship of some sort. Yeah. Um, and then we see the text. Every generation has a legend. Mm. Literally the same text. Um, that appears at the start of the Phantom Menace trailer. Um, so how's that for for yeah. ring theory? For a bit of <laughs> it's like poetry. poetry. It rhymes, yeah. It's like poetry. It's exactly the same exa- word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the cool thing about her lightsaber as well is you can sort of see the little leather band where it's been mended mm. in the middle, like where where it's split apart. She's kind of laced it together with some kind of leather. Have you have you seen? 
there's there's a little bit of like I'm not super up on all the discourse surrounding this trailer to be honest, mm. but there's a I've seen a little bit of like you know oh her white her lightsaber is white now yeah, instead of yeah. is that a, is that a thing it looks yeah. the same to me I think it's white yeah right yeah I think it's white I'm, um, I might be colorblind yeah it's I mean possible. I mean the blue saber in you know under a blue sky always looks a little bit well that's white. what i mean like yeah. but i don't think there's even the the barest hint of blue in this it's it's definitely kind of a it looks like a white saber yeah okay so um that's kind of interesting isn't it it is because, interesting you know the last jedi the jedi are done mm. you know there's no kind of blue and green on one side red on the other mm. thing anymore so well it, it kind of also plays up the whole like fire and ice dynamic yeah. with her and kylo even more oh it like really does yeah white yeah, yeah. yep um and you know the uh, maybe we're skipping ahead here, but it looks like the all the key art and everything for the posters looks like it's being done in this purple color, mm-hmm. which is you know obviously the color of Mace Windu's saber, but also what you would get if you mixed red and blue. Wow! So yeah. you know it, it's kind of like you know, again coming together and tying together the the Jedi and the Sith in a way. Yeah, yeah, very possibly. Mm. Um, so yeah, so so the the every saga has a beginning. Uh, the, later on in the trailer, we see the line, uh, the saga comes to, sorry, the, the Phantom Menace trailer features the line, every saga has a beginning. Mm. Uh, and later on in the, in this, in this trailer, we see the line, the saga comes to an end. Yes. So, uh, yeah. again, um, obviously they're, they're hitting that, that Phantom Menace, those Phantom Menace parallels mm. hard, not necessarily saying the film's going to really have anything to do with the Phantom Menace, although we'll, we'll get into that. But um, at least, at least highlighting that this is sort of a bookend to yeah. episode one in the twentieth anniversary year of mm. Phantom Menace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, uh, so then we've got uh, what appears to be Kylo Ren's tie silencer coming mm. screaming in towards Ray. Uh, this is an, an incredible shot. We don't know what planet we're on, mm. uh, really, in any of the scene, the scenes from the trailer. Yeah, but but I mean, it it looks a bit like Mos Espa. Um, yeah. in terms of like the, where they have, you know, the Bunta Eve, uh, yeah. pod race in the Phantom Menace. I'm not saying it is Mos Espa, but it's like, it's an interesting, um, parallel with, you know, with Kylo's sort of TIE fighter speeding along yeah. against the, the big desert cliffs. And then, you know, you think of Anakin's, uh, pod racer. So, yeah. I mean, again, I don't know if that's deliberate, but it's there. Yeah. It, I think it, it most definitely is. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, that would appear to be Jordan, didn't they shoot all the desert stuff? They in shot Jordan? all the desert yeah. stuff in Jordan, and, yeah. and 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 Anthony Daniel said something that was interesting during the panel. I can't remember what it was, but I, I thought for a second during the panel, like, wait, is he saying Jordan is standing in for Tunisia in this film, like, as in it's oh. Tatooine in this movie? Right. But I don't think that. I think I was reading too much into what he okay. said. Yeah. It's just a desert planet, yeah. which they have plenty yeah. of. I mean, it seems weird that they would introduce another desert planet, yeah. especially in the last chapter. Like, it seems like they'd probably go back to either Tatooine or the planet everybody wants to go back to, Jakku. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. I 100% um, think it's Tatooine. Is it too early to talk trailers? Uh, to talk theories? No, <laughs> no, no. Right. Throw theories out whenever you want. Okay, because obviously Darth Vader is the central character of the whole thing. Yeah. The, of, of the nine films, basically. Yeah. In a way, it's his journey from the light to the dark and back again and then what happens after his death and how his descendants take up that kind of thing yeah and kylo's obsessed with them as we know yeah um what if the key to somehow working out what's going on and working out the the problems in the galaxy is to follow darth vader's path 
like from his origins on Tatooine right through to, you know, his death on the Death Star, which, mm. you know, we'll talk about that later, but we see that at the end of the trailer. Mm. So, um, you know, it definitely looks like uh, later on in the trailer, there may be, uh, you know, the little skiff that Poe is on looks like it's on a pod racing track. Mm. Looks like it's in the same kind of location as this fighter's coming down. Mm. So, you know, maybe they're, they're doing something around the pod race where Anakin kind of won his first fame. You know, so you think you think the characters are like the characters consciously are, yeah. tracing consciously tracing a journey. Okay, yeah. Oh, I hadn't considered that. That's interesting. So you know, they're kind of hitting some like looking for Easter eggs, or look, well, is it is this a, like a Ready Player One situation? I, I, look, I, it, well, mate, it sounds like it. Now I've said it, <laughs> but, but maybe maybe they're kind of just hitting the, the the main beats of where Vader's life changed to work something out spiritually. I don't yeah, know. okay. I don't really know. Um, okay, that actually that. Fits with some stuff we're going to get into. Yeah, but okay, yeah, that cool. that that's interesting. Yeah, because they're definitely looking for something. Yes. I think. In yeah, we, nine. I think we've been told they're on some kind of quest for mm. for something. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, yeah. So that and maybe yeah, they are tracing Darth Vader's steps that's to find it, something. Yeah. Okay, but, that's interesting. But that said, you know, because that would be that would be an amazing way of like yeah, making this the up, yeah. the saga closer is to have them deliberately retrace Darth Vader's steps. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. I, I'm I'm into this. <laughs> cool, cool. That's very cool. Um, but yeah, the 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 Thai silencer. It's not the same silencer that we last saw Kylo no, fly, is it? So it's it, and 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 it's like, is that meant to be a clue that it's it's not him? it's not him, or is it just a you know Millennium Falcon changing yeah. its radar dish to sell more toys? <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's a slight difference, so they can yeah. put out a new Tie silencer. Yeah, um, well, we, we do we do see the, just the, just the gloves, just the black gloves. So again, we do could really be anybody with black gloves on. It's interesting because it, it, it this is sort of giving me flashbacks to like the Last Jedi trailer when mm. when we were all sort of going over that shot by shot and 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 every shot we're like, oh well, it looks like this is happening. But yeah. perhaps it means this. And everything that we thought was misdirection ended up being just direction. Yeah. Like most of the things that appeared in the trailer ended up happening in a pretty straightforward way in the movie. And yeah. we'd talked ourselves into thinking that wasn't what was going to happen. <laughs> That's right. And then yeah. it was. And it was. Um, but, then, but then, you know, J.J. Abrams is not Ryan Johnson. J.J. Yeah. Abrams loves the mystery box. He does. So he, he's the guy who taught us to look for misdirection in, in every shot in the trailer. So yeah. who knows? I mean, it, maybe it isn't Kylo. It could be. I mean, it, you know, for, if you watch, so you watch the panel, like, Poe made a couple of jokes about, you know, they were like, oh, what's Poe going to do when they're, you know, he's like, oh, maybe I'll be like a space Uber driver. Yeah. And like, maybe, maybe that's Poe coming to pick Ray up. Like, who knows? Well, there's a couple of good, you know, it's, it's got this, it's got a black color scheme with a kind of red uh, stripe thing on it, mm. which is the same color scheme as Poe's black one X-Wing, which doesn't exist anymore because it got blown up in the hangar. Sure. Bit. So, so maybe Poe's got himself like a sleek TIE fighter now as his ride. Which would be kind of cool, maybe. Uh, and of course, if you seems f- like a very dangerous thing to take into <laughs> battle. Does, yeah. And if you fly in a Tie Fighter, you got to wear like the full suit, right? Because the theory is that the Tie Fighters don't have atmosphere in them. Yeah, they don't have comms. It's all in the helmet. Yeah, which was a it was this right, was a yeah. big plot point in the um, Marvel Star Wars comic just recently. Yeah, but you know, obviously, the the Tie Fighter that Poe and Finn stole at the start of Force Awakens did have some kind of life support in it. But you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just sweep that under the carpet. That's fine. But yeah, that could that could definitely be Poe in his new ride. Yeah, and maybe like they're just filming a something for the for Ray's YouTube channel, <laughs> like where where Kobe Bryant jumps the car, <laughs> <laughs> jumps the Aston Martin. Lands like remember to like yeah. and subscribe. Yeah, yes. that's it. Maybe they're doing that. <laughs> oh wow. 
so then we then we uh, then we get a shot of Ray holding her lightsaber um, that just sort of screams, you know, Western. It's it's like yeah. that that iconic, you know, super cliche, you know, guns drawn at dawn sort of Western shot. We saw this exact same shot in uh, Solo with Han reaching for his gun and his holster. Yeah. Um, before she ignites it. Um, now th- there was a little bit of talk in the lead up to this coming out. I can't remember who. Um, like who was involved with the production who said this it might have just been a random like Redditor or whatever but there was talk that this this film was going to have a big like Sergio Leone influence yeah um, and yeah you definitely see a little bit of that in in the in, yeah. in Ray um, in those first few seconds of the trailer um, we see what appears to be Kylo's gloves but as you said mm. you know potentially not Kylo I, I, I'm leaning towards thinking it is Kylo yeah I kind of am too somehow Mm. But uh, that that does beg the question of why he's not opening up on her with the cannons. Well, yeah. well, yeah. Okay, I've got some ideas about this. Okay, so so she initially runs away from the vehicle, um, and then and then she pulls off this sort of um, incredibly uh, uh, acrobatic move to um, to jump back uh, to, to to jump over the uh, the tie silencer. So, so far, I mean, I think there was... Um... And then we fade out <laughs> to a caption. Yeah. Um, so, so on, uh, on Twitter, uh, Dharma Begalia, uh, and I think someone, someone uh, tweeted this at you as, as well, um, uh, tweeted that this whole opening sequence is sort of very north by northwest, mm, yeah. right, right up until the point where Ray jumps towards the tyre rather than uh, yeah. running the away from it. Noggin flat, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, but is, and so, you know, what you said is, is that's the question. Like, why isn't, well, if it's yeah. Kylo, why isn't he firing? So is yeah. she attacking the tire here? Mm. Is she jumping over it? Um, or is she jumping onto it? Mm. I think, and this is all speculation that could be proven completely wrong by the next trailer or whatever. I think she's jumping onto it. Yes. Because uh, I think we're meant to think in the trailer. I'm, I'm buying full into the its misdirection. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're meant to think this is a showdown between Kylo and Rey. But actually, this is the point of the movie where Kylo and Rey have teamed up yeah. to take on the Emperor or whatever, probably the Emperor. Um, and Is the Emperor in this? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to imagine now. Yeah. Imagine being someone who watched that trailer like without sound, and yes. then uh, heard all these <laughs> people know. talking about the emperor. Like, what are you talking about? Um, uh, yeah. So, so I think she's jumping onto the tie. I think Kylo is giving her a lift. Yeah, okay. to, to take on um, to, to do something. Yeah, to do something because I, I went back and had a look. Um, there are a few things in this trailer that reminded me of stuff of, of, of concept art that we saw for The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, and that kind of got me thinking like, oh, I wonder if they're drawing on a lot of that stuff for this. And I think even last year sometime there was, there was a report like, oh, they are, they are drawing on some of the concept art for Force mm. Awakens. And at the time I speculated like, oh, is it, is it the, the stuff with, um, Hayden Christensen or whatever? But, um, but it just makes sense that they would because so JJ comes in, he does Force Awakens. Yeah. They come up with just a, a metric ton of, they're just, just tons and tons and tons of concept art for force awakens yeah. that doesn't end up making it into the movie um he goes away they do the last jedi they start work on um episode nine with a different director different writer different crew um trevorrow gets fired uh jack thorne the the, the writer uh, gets fired so- sounds like from all reports they just completely start from scratch yeah. on episode nine's development 
JJ comes on board late 2017. Yeah. The movie comes out December 2019. Some corners have to be getting cut somewhere yeah. in order to make that timeline possible. So he's digging out his old stuff. I think, and yeah. I don't mean this in a bad way. No, no. no but no. I think it just makes sense. They yeah. might be looking at some ideas that they played around with for The Force Awakens, didn't yeah. end up using, um, and maybe drawing on those just to kind of like cut down on some of the the pre-production time, yeah. but also just because they're just good ideas that he probably intended yeah. to use if he ever did come back. I mean, at this point, like, almost everything um, Ralph McQuarrie ever drew has been it, used. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he used every part of the buffalo. That's, yeah, that's the, it. the that's Brad it. Bird thing. So, <laughs> so, like, this one specifically got me thinking about um, In the Art of The Force Awakens mm-hmm. uh, by a friend of the show, Phil Showstack. Uh, if you've ever... Um, if anyone at home has their Art of the Force Awakens book handy, which everyone should at all times, um, go to uh, page 56 and 57. There's a spread. Uh, I don't know if you remember this one, Baz. There's a spread of Rays in an X-Wing. Um, mm. she's... I, you know what? I don't, but I'm going to do it right now. Oh, here on. we go. Here we go. Fill some dead air. Fill some dead air. This is this is good radio right here. Very visual. Uh, Baz is... Uh, Baz is digging out a, a book, but basically, uh, I'll, I'll fill you guys in on, on what we're going to be talking about here. So, page 56 and 57 of The Art of the Force Awakens, there's a spread of Ray, and she's cut open, she's in an X-Wing, she's cut open the cockpit of the X-Wing with her lightsaber, and she's using her lightsaber to, like, cut open or, or sort of put a dent in, a, 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 to slash open a, a Star Destroyer. Um, she's cutting up a Star Destroyer with her lightsaber from the cockpit of an X-Wing. Um, I think, and I have really not much to base this on, but I think Ray and Kylo are teaming up for a similar maneuver here. Oh. Ray's jumping on top of the TIE Fighter. From that position, she's going to use her lightsaber to attack something, you know, in the air that yes. she couldn't get to by herself. Um, might not be as epic as the concept art of her, you know, attacking a Star Destroyer with a lightsaber. That's maybe a little over the top. That's in... That's into Force Unleashed, yeah. you know, Star Killer pull, pulling down a Star Destroyer territory. Um, but I think that's what's happening here. We're going to see a lightsaber being used in mid-air combat, which will be that would be awesome, pretty rad. Yeah. Look, either way we are, I guess, because yeah. either, either she's using it with Kylo or yeah. she's using it on Kylo's to, yeah, to uh, either tie interceptor, get in or to cut the wings off or yeah. something. Yeah. So either way, we're going to see a lightsaber being yeah. used against a you know an airborne vehicle, which yeah. is pretty rad. If if you're listening, Phil, that that image would make an awesome tweet. So we're not going to tweet it. You know, you can do it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Isn't there a scene in? Is it? Um, is it Rebels where Vader's standing on top of his own Tie Fighter? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's very reminiscent of the cover of the. Um, uh, I don't can't remember if he's standing on front of a Tie Fighter on on the cover of Splinter of the Mind's Eye, but the pose and everything mm, is yeah. very reminiscent of the cover of Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 been done. There's yeah. precedent for this. Cool. It is it is a surface you can stand on. <laughs> yes. It's not so spherical that you can't stand if on it. If you have the force. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it could even be. You know, I don't think this is what's happening, but it could even be a tie with more than one seat. Yeah. She, she could be jumping in the tie. Um, there was, there was concept art for Force Awakens of a four-seater, uh, TIE fighter. I don't think that's what's happening here, but you never know. (laughs) I think that's for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, 
So then we see, we'll go back to the uh, our, our, uh, our shot by shot rundown. Uh, then we see the text, This Christmas, mm. as Star Wars is back at Christmas. Mm, that feels right. It does, it? doesn't yeah. it? It feels good. This yeah. is, this is, I know, like, traditionally it's been May and they went, they tried to go back to that with Solo or whatever. Yeah. But we've had a couple of Star Wars Christmases now, and and it's so good. Yeah, just, I just I can't go back. I know. Okay, even though Christmas isn't really Christmas in Australia, in this godforsaken scorched country, <laughs> it's the only Christmas I know, Bass. <laughs> it should be cold. Star Wars works best when it's cold. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, but I uh, I I I yeah I, I don't know. I love. Yeah. Chris- this way we can walk out of the cinema and pretend we're on Tatooine. Well, that's true. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, especially uh, look, you know, if there's a if there's a bright center to the universe, you're on the planet that's furthest yeah. from that's <laughs> Brisbane. You know, Brisbane, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we love Brisbane. Just kidding. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I love Star Wars at Christmas. Star Wars has yeah. essentially replaced Christmas for me at this point. When we didn't have one last year, felt very empty. Yeah. Um, we, we will be going back to that next year though, because Bob Iger has said that um, Star <laughs> yeah. Wars is on hiatus after Episode Nine. Mm. But by next year, we'll have The Mandalorian, yeah, Cassian we'll Andor. All sorts of things, yeah. Whatever's happening in the animated world. There'll be stuff at Christmas yeah, yeah. that's Star Wars related. Yeah. Holiday Special 2. Holiday Special 2, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why not? Exactly. Well, Holiday Special should be on Disney+, Plus because, you know, they're putting oh, everything yeah. on there. So why wouldn't you put... Uh, a masterpiece like I think the George special. smashed every copy with a hammer. He would, yeah, yeah, I think he did. Um, yeah. But there's got to be one somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure there's many floating around on uh, yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> so then we then we see a ship that looks um, okay. So then we, we we sort of cut away from all the, the mm. Kylo Ray business. But I mean, there's there's plenty of that for us to uh, get into over the course of the app. Um, then we see something that sort of feels very random and out of place in the trailer, but could be very important in mm. terms of Ray's story. Um, which we see a ship that looks very much like the one that abandoned Rey uh, in her force back in The Force Awakens. You know, she's standing on yeah. Jakku with Ankar Plutt and the ship's flying away and she's like, no, come back. Um, she's flying over... Um, sorry, the ship is flying over what looks to be mountains, um, but then there seems to be like a little ripple effect behind the ship, so it might actually be underwater, which would mm. tie in with something we see later in the trailer. So... I don't know. I mean, JJ loves the idea of spaceships underwater. Yeah. Uh, he he submerged the Enterprise in into darkness to varying degrees of yeah. uh, acceptance from the fans. Um, he he played with the idea of putting uh, the Millennium Falcon underwater in the Force Awakens. Yeah. Which um, which we're gonna we're gonna talk about later. Um, do we think this is underwater? Do we I, think this is? I hadn't really considered that. What I thought it was, and I was you know ninety nine percent sold on my own idea here. That it was Batu at night. Interesting. Um, because the black spires seem to be quite similar to some of the concept art of some of the black spires that we've seen before. Interesting. But we, I don't think we've seen like the full city or the town or whatever of black spire mm. outposts from the air at night. So, mm. um, okay, I like that. That's what I'm thinking that is. Now we should uh, say and the here, ripple effect is maybe just like Starship Wake or whatever. Oh, it could that yeah. could be nothing. That yeah. that could just be my my but eyes but but now I'm, in my mind's eye now it could definitely be underwater. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I think they're both. We um we've talked in previous episodes about your your theory that I'm 100 percent on board with <laughs> that Batu is in yeah episode nine. Um, and I'm more convinced than ever after this trailer. There's so, there's a lot of different there's a few different planets here we don't know the names of. Yeah. One of them has to be Batu. Like you're not yeah. building a giant 
theme park and around this planet no one's ever heard of that's not mentioned in any of the major media so yeah i mean it you know it's possible it's just a completely uh new creation for the theme park but and that doesn't appear in the films yeah but i think there's a pretty good chance we'll see batu in uh episode nine and i like to think that they filmed scenes in the theme park before <laughs> I, I don't think they did but I mean, probably not but you know <laughs> but it would, it would be cool it would, <laughs> it would be, be very cool. cool uh but uh who who knows yeah um now if these are so we've, we've i said that the ship looks a lot like yeah the ship that that Ray, uh, presumably her drunk junk trader parents, <laughs> fly fly away in in the Force Awakens. If these are Ray's parents in this ship, if we're seeing like a flashback here, um, this really reopens the debate about Ray's origins. Yeah, um, reignites all the speculation, all the theorizing that the Last Jedi seemed to put to bed, um, as does uh, something else coming up in the trailer. But yeah. Um, so ABC News in the US, not not our ABC News, um, asked JJ about this directly. They asked if we're going to find out who Ray's parents are in this movie. Uh, he responded, I will say that we knew going into this, that this movie, it had to be a satisfying conclusion. And we were well aware that that's one of the things that's been out there. Um, by that, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, speculation about Ray's parents. I don't want to say that what happens in episode eight didn't happen. We have honored that. But I will say that there's more to the story than you've seen. Mm-hmm. So he's basically telling us the game is on. Yeah. The, the ga- speculation is back on. The game was always on for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you never believed no. that, that, that that her parents were nobodies? No, even though, you know, she acknowledges that, yes, she knows deep in her heart or whatever. I just think that's Kylo manipulating her. Because mm. um, she doesn't know. But she says it first. Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, I think maybe she has that feeling, but it's quite possible she's wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, she doesn't remember any of it. Yeah, you know, which is interesting because I mean, she's not that young. In yeah, the, in the no, the she's, shot we she's see not. Of. She's not young enough to have no memory, right? Yeah. So you see this. What what would she be? Four or five? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but she she definitely understands what's going on. Yeah. Understands that someone she cares about is leaving her with Uncar. Have you ever heard the theory? It's very macabre, and I'm I'm very certain it's not what's going to happen in the movie. Um, the theory that she, um, I hope I'm not re- misrepresenting this random internet person's theory, but um, it's basically that in that force back, the reason she doesn't remember any of it is because she unconsciously used her force powers to try to pull the ship back oh yeah and killed them and, and killed has them. now like erased that from her and you know, that's she's why they're that in the pauper's grave that's, yeah, yeah on jakku yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well and, and that's interesting like i you know i'm uh, i don't think there's anything to that theory because i don't think they're going to do that but yeah it's interesting that yeah we do see them flying away from jakku yeah in episode seven and in episode eight they make a point of saying that they're on jakku yeah i don't think that's an accident. I I was willing to just go with Kylo and and Ray's story in Episode Eight and and yeah. say that oh well maybe they were just flying to another part of Jakku, and we've done whole podcast episodes about you know what the fact that her parents weren't anything yeah. means to the saga and blah 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 and I was kind of on board with the all the thematic yeah meaning the of that, that even if it was a, a hero and yeah know, yeah like, yeah like it was anticlimactic but yeah. it was interesting in terms of like oh cool they're saying like. It's about, you know, you don't need your, your parents don't need to be someone special for you to be someone yeah. special, basically. Um, but I think what JJ is saying here in that, you know, look, we're not saying what happened in episode eight didn't happen. Yeah. We've honored that, but that's not all. Yeah. 
Um, I th- and I, I, I think um, we'll kind of probably at the end of the shot by shot breakdown, we'll we'll talk about some. We'll go very in depth on some theories, but um, there's there are definitely there's definitely ways that they can honor episode eight and 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 the intent of episode eight yeah. while still having a more satisfactory twist than like, yeah, they would, they were no ones. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's interesting that he's explicitly saying that in interviews. Yes. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, opens everything up again. And uh, do you want to talk theories about this now? Uh, does that change your opinion? Have you got any early theories? Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's, let's get into that in a second. Cause they tie yeah. into the end of the, yes. of the trailer. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, basically, I, I agree with you that yeah, that obviously something's up beyond just yeah, her parents are were yeah, no ones. Because yeah. um, you know, if you're a, a filthy junk trader and you have a ship, you're doing all right. You're not that bad. You, you truly, <laughs> if you weren't a complete POS parent, you would sell off the ship for drinking money before you'd sell your daughter, right? I never even really thought of that. I don't know. I mean, I they, but they are bad parents. Yeah. I think that's the and they can that was the implication in episode eight. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, don't we know, know how valuable fuel is yeah. in, uh, in, the, in the galaxy. Um, so the next shot, we see Kylo um, under a red sky in a forest that looks like it could be straight out of a horror movie, mm-hmm. uh, dispatching someone who looks like they could be a Knight of Ren. Yeah. Um, note that he doesn't have his mask here. Yes. Um, what did you make of this? Just suplexing the dude. Yeah. Like the, the movie uses, like, so just dagger to the heart with one of the little exhaust vents of his saber yeah Boof. yeah you know and then to the ground like so hits him with the the ren bottom like yeah. it's 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 some powerful it's, stuff it's really cool yeah um yeah i don't know who the person he's attacking is but you know it kind of i guess it could be i don't think it's a knight of ren i mean it, it wouldn't appear to make sense yeah um I don't know when this is taking place. I mean, is it is it present day in terms of the time of the film, or is it a flashback to we something that happened before? I don't know. Could be, but yeah, I mean, it could it could be some. It could be another kind of, um, you know, Baze Malbus and and Chirrut Imwe style guardian of some mm. Jedi temple somewhere. You know, mm. that he's trying to track down. It could be something like that. It's interesting that, and you know, it's a split second shot, so one of the wills, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guardian of the wills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting that whoever it is, they seem to have like a similar kind of hat. To um, do you remember in the Force back in Episode Seven? Yeah, there's a shot of Kylo like running his lightsaber through a guy with like yes, a, with the yeah with a hat like that with the, con- with the Constable Zuvio hat. Yeah, so I wonder <laughs> if that's at all related to this. Mm. But uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't really have too yeah, many theories be, yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, I do think it's interesting, um, again, Phil, Phil Shostak mentioned on Twitter recently, um, that he was pulling reference from Akira Kurosawa's Throne of Blood Mm -hmm. for an upcoming project. Uh, and I'm wondering now if that was, if that upcoming project is the, the art of the rise of Skywalker. Ah. Um, and that reference was for the spooky forest that we see, uh, that we see Kylo Ren in here because, uh, Throne of Blood has the ultimate spooky forest. It's kind of that movie's whole, whole thing. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that could be, uh, you know, a nice little Kurosawa tip of the hat in, yeah. um, in the rise of Skywalker. It's another kind of sign that we're, we're going with Ryan Johnson style 
awesome color schemes for it's alien very lost here. jedi yeah like it's very red yeah it's quite create yeah it's, it's got those colors going on well yeah know, red was all yeah, over all last jedi yeah yeah. yeah 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 so that's interesting well, then we get, speaking of red, um, we get a shot of Kylo fixing his helmet mm, yeah. uh, and leaving these kind of red um, sort of scarring in, in the helmet as he puts it all back together. Um, this is interesting for a couple of reasons, I think. So we, we first talked about this on the pod back in February, whenever those, whenever those, uh, those initial images of Kylo leaked from episode nine yeah. um, with the, with the red, uh, with the, with the red scarring in the helmet. Um, and what we said then was it's, it's, it, it looks a bit like, um, there's like a, there's like a thing in with like Japanese ceramics called, uh, Kintsugi, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong, but it's, it's a thing. It dates, I put up a little, uh, Twitter thing about this a while ago when the, when the leaked, uh, poster dropped a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, that was a cool thread. But basically, well, cheers. But basically, uh, it's a thing that dates back to, uh, feudal Japan mm. in the late 15th century. Anything that dates back to feudal Japan is, is prime Star Wars territory as far yeah. as I'm concerned. And by definition, cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's basically, and, and, you know, I don't know that the guys working on the, the Star Wars designs, uh, are aware of any of this, but I feel like, you know, if I am, they, they are, they definitely are. Any, anyone working on Star Wars would be, would be, you know, would do well to, to know as much about, um, yeah. sort of Japanese, uh, uh, you know, history as they can, I think, cause it's such a big influence, but, um, basically this it's, it's what it is, is like, it, it's when you, you kind of trying to repair like broken, uh, pottery, um, and you use a lacquer mixed with like gold, silver or platinum. Um, and the idea is that instead of like erasing the breaks, when you repair it, yeah. it highlights the breaks. Um, so it, it kind of like it, it draws attention to, to the flaws, um, yeah. rather than, uh, you know, erasing them. Um, so the, you know, the cracks aren't, aren't hidden. They're showcased as part of, and you can see the object's history on the object. And the, and the idea is like, it makes the object more beautiful and it's all kind of tied into, um, around the same time that, that this sort of, uh, art form was developed. The, there was this aesthetic in Japan called Wabi Sabi, which is all about, um, it's basically about celebrating like the beauty in, in darkness and the beauty in shadows and, um, celebrating, um, imperfection essentially as opposed to wasabi which is about wasabi, celebrating yeah. spiciness <laughs> yeah exactly um <laughs> now you don't have to be uh you know you don't have to think too hard to think how this would relate to kylo ren yeah um and what's interesting to me is that we see him doing this to his helmet which i mean it could be a flashback but they don't, there's not a ton of flashbacks in yeah. Star Wars, like, unless it's stuff that happened ages ago, like the Force back or whatever. Like, to me, this implies that he's going to rebuild his helmet, like, within the time frame of this movie, especially paired with the previous shot. Yeah, yeah. Where he's doing his Kylo Ren thing without, without his helmet. helmet. And yeah. there's another shot of him later without, without, oh no, there was a, sorry, there was an image of him, uh, shown during the panel. Yes. Where he, he's in the cockpit of his TIE fighter and he, he doesn't have his helmet on. Yeah. I actually think, I, I, I don't, I don't know how this would play out exactly, obviously. I think it's in play that he rebuilds the helmet when he turns back to the light. Mm. That it's not... He doesn't rebuild the helmet at the start of the movie. It's not like his sort of Emperor Ren helmet. Yeah. Um, that he does this when he turns. Uh, because if he if he's not wearing the helmet at the start of the movie and yeah. he consciously rebuilds it during the course of the movie... Okay. 
why? Like, what's the... And, and given that the, you know, this whole Kintsugi thing is all about... Um, it's, 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 a, it's a positive thing. It's like, yeah, okay, this thing got kind of messed up. Yeah. We're fixing it. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not ignoring what happened before. We're acknowledging that and we're, we're, we're going to, you know, we're trying to be better. So I, I wonder if that, if that is a sign that if, if, if this is, you know, if, if we're going to see, uh, uh, you know, Kylo on the light side yeah. wearing, wearing his sick Kylo Ren helmet. Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, it, I'm thinking about what the helmet represents in Force Awakens, though it kind of represents, you know, him at his cruelest and another at his kind of most unstable in a way mm. as well. Um, you know, yeah, it's um, yeah. It's, I, that's the thing. Like, it, it, it thematically, like a, it doesn't seem to fit. Yeah, but if he puts it back on, it would seem like a character regression back to that kind of extreme mm. dark side. Mm. You know, I'm I'm going to do whatever I want. Like, he only takes it off when Snoke calls it ridiculous. Mm. And then it, it seems like he's angry or embarrassed by the fact that, you know, what he thought was cool has been called ridiculous. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, you know, not just the helmet, but like in a wider sense and, and smashes it and smashes it pretty much beyond repair, in my opinion, as well. Yeah. So it's going to take a lot of, you know, battering out the dents yeah. to get that back to a point where it could even be glued together by... And yeah. that, and that's the thing the the resemblance to um, the Japanese ceramics could just be totally coincidental mm. and like it looks like that because it got beat to hell in the yeah. previous movie and they had to represent that visually when he puts it back together yeah like it, there might not be any significance to that at all that's true um, but I think I said on a previous podcast surely he has a spare helmet or two because he lost the one um, in Force Awakens yeah you would he, think he didn't, so didn't take it off planet with him you know. Yeah, so uh, it, it just he left it in the middle of the walkway where he killed Han. Trying to track Kylo's helmet through the <laughs> yeah. trilogy is is it's yeah. not a rewarding experience. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And there's no way whoever came back from like picked his helmet up <laughs> in the middle of that. You know, no yeah, way. Hux, Hux comes to get him yeah. at the end of yeah. seven. He's like, yeah, yeah. Before we can go, yeah. I got I got to go back for my helmet. helmet. You know me and my helmet. You know how I am about that thing, dude. Just make a spare. <laughs> Yeah, but the the um, the red thing is interesting as well. The, the you know carrying through the the red repairs because um, mm. I'm wondering what he used to make that, what substance that is. Maybe it's something to do with the crystals from Crate, where he had his kind of big humiliation, I guess. Interesting, and yeah. that, and so it is a flashback because it's immediately after you know. Oh after well, the he could easily Crate. go back. He to could Crate, take yeah. it with him. Or, so, yeah. so there's red all over the place, like from the soil to the crystals to everything. So you know there could be something there that. Is red. Mm. Um, that's kind of an interesting thought too. But yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely uh, yeah. it's it's interesting. This is well trodden ground for Disney. Uh, have you seen Mary Poppins Returns? Uh, yeah, isn't there like a major part yes. of that that's driven by repairing the the bowl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the what's the bray that gets tons of product placement in that movie? I and I forgot I the name remember. of it already. Oh, Royal Dalton. Royal Dalton. Yeah, Royal Dalton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's his Royal Dalton mask <laughs> yeah. that they're repairing. <laughs> yeah. And he just mentions it like ten times throughout the, throughout the Rise of Skywalker. It's very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I, we may as well get into this now because mm. I don't think Kylo comes back up during this this trailer. Yeah. Um, ben Demption, yeah. are you are you on board or are you not on board? I'm on board. Yeah. All right. Somehow. Yeah. Me whether, too. whether or not he dies during it. Mm. Yeah. There's going to be a Ben Demption. And I'm I I have definitely been against it in the past. So yeah. anyway, people who've who've listened for a while would know. Like I've I've been very anti 
Ben Demption. Oh, I've been torn about it. Yeah. Uh, because I, I understand, like, Star Wars has, you know, that redemption arc is kind of baked into the original trilogy, and it's obviously, there's certainly things pointing towards it in the last two films. Yeah. And just generally, you would like to think that someone like Kylo could be redeemed, and there would be, like, a positive message to take out of that story. My whole thing with it has always been, on the other hand, he just represents so many of the things that are wrong with the world. Yeah. I, d- I don't want him to turn around and be the hero in um in episode nine. I kind of want him to get what's coming. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think I think the fact that, you know, skipping ahead a bit, a, a bit in the trailer, the fact that the Emperor is back yes. in some capacity it kind of takes the impetus of Kylo to be the big bad in yeah. episode nine kind of indicates that he there's there's it gives him more scope to gives the story more scope for kylo to to turn back to the light and for us to still have a big bad guy to deal with um uh, and yeah i just i just kind of get the feeling that's where we're headed that and i know I, i you know i think that's kind of probably where jj always wanted to head with kylo yeah maybe um i like so i i don't know i i i think i think he's turning I think he's he's coming back, and and I think that, um, you know, essentially what you, you know what you said about uh, following the path of of the Vader. Yeah. I mean, I think the sequel trilogy, essentially, what you know, if we talked about it, you know, we're talking about it as a bookend to the prequel trilogy. Yeah. It's really Vader's arc, like in reverse. So it's like you're starting, he's starting off seeing him evil, and then and then going back to the good guy by the yeah. end of the. Um, when I say Vader's arc, I mean Vader's arc from the prequels yeah, where, yeah, you know, he yeah. starts out as young Anakin, ends up as Darth Vader. Um, and, and this is kind of that playing backwards. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it's interesting. Like I was thinking the other day, the very first line in The Force Awakens, um, you know, just thinking JJ, obviously from this trailer, we know he's into the whole, you know, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. The very first line in the force awakens is this will begin to make things right. Mm-hmm. So like, if this whole story is about like redemption in the end, like if it is Kylo's story, yeah. that's, that's pretty relevant that if that ends up being like kind of the, the key to the whole, yeah, the whole trilogy is that one line from Law Santeca yeah. at the start of episode like, seven. Kylo is now the, the stand in for Anakin really, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so it's, yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta put him front and center of whatever happens at the end. Do we, um, he's not going to get dealt with at the end of act two and then we go on to something else. No, right? There's no, no way. he's yeah. too central to the yeah. story. It is in so many ways. He is the protagonist as much as, yeah. as much as Ray is, um, assuming he turns back to the light. Yeah. Assuming Ben Demption happens. Do we want Raylo to happen? For, for those, for, for listeners who don't <laughs> frequent the internets, um, I don't know. I doubt there's anyone out there who doesn't know this, but Raylo is the 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 ship. Um, the idea that that Kylo and Ray will end up together. Yeah. Well, I don't think I want that to happen. No, no, I don't. I I agree with you. Yeah. If if Ray's going to end up with anyone, it's going to be Finn. Yeah. I don't mean I don't know. They 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 sort of give off like a friend zone vibe. But uh, I don't know. My thing with Kylo and Ray is like I'm all I'm all good with Kylo being redeemed now. Like I've. I, you know, I get that's probably where that's going and there's a whole bunch of reasons why that's good. But like, as a relationship, that's, that's so toxic. It's awful. Yeah. And I, like, I, 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 I don't mean to, like, if someone's into it, that's like, it's fiction, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's fine. Like, yeah. and there's probably a, and I understand if you're looking at it from the perspective of like, 
of Kylo as like someone who's been abused by Snoke yeah. and you know maybe Palpatine, which we'll get into. Um, from that perspective, like I 100% get it. Of like you know maybe people see themselves in that situation or, or whatever. But for me, it's like it's stuff like there's two lines that just make it really really hard for me to for me to get behind the idea of like those two characters ending up together, which is um, Episode Seven when he's got her in the interrogation room. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I can take whatever I want, which is like, yeah, how do you read that as anything but, uh, like a rape yeah. uh, an- analogy? And then, um, episode eight, when, um, when he says, you know, you're nothing, you're yeah. no one, but not to me. Yeah. Like that's people, people Classic have, negging. Exactly. People have read that as like a romantic line. And I'm like, that's nothing yeah. romantic about that. Yeah. It's, this is like my, it's like my least favorite trope in like pop songs. The, what's the, the, um. What's the line in uh, Wonderwall where he's like, you know, I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. It's like, yeah. that's not a compliment. That's... <laughs> or the the Band of Horses song um, where he's like, uh, uh, no one's going to love you more than I do. It's like, again, that's not like, that's not, you know, yeah. if I'm so great, why wouldn't someone else think the yeah, same thing? You know, it. like it's sort of going like, look, no one else would like you. So... Yeah, You'd put up with me. It's pretty much you know all Shakespeare's sonnets are pretty much negs. Yeah, you know, like my mistress' eyes are nothing but like the sun. Yeah, but I love her anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's all right. She's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, again, you know, yeah. the the classic fandom thing. You know, like the the you know if they do it right, like it could be good. But uh, they they'd have to. They'd have to really uh, yeah. cover a lot of ground in episode nine for it to end up making sense. All right. Well, I've got a I've got a bit of a theory about how that's all going to go down, but yeah. maybe I'll maybe we'll talk about that near the end. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we're getting get we're, through a few more shots. Yeah, we're approaching then, the yeah. end of this uh, this shot by shot. So we see Finn with a new outfit. Yeah. Um, and what appears to be Ray's staff. Um, it's oh, a, it's a staff of some that. sort. Yeah, right. um, that could, gets about because there was some concept art that showed three people with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Poe, uh, is wearing his Nathan Drake outfit. Yeah, yes. Literally just, uh, cos- cosplay. Mummy. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mummy remake, but not the most recent remake cosplay. Yeah. Um, and they're on a sort of rocky, unfamiliar planet, which I mean, yeah. could be Tatooine, could be Batu. Looks like, be s- looks like the same planet that, that Ray, Ray is on with mm. the fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely when we see them on the skiff later yeah, on, it looks that, like the, same, like the planet. same planet. Yeah, and, and I reckon that's Tatooine and it's out Mos Espa way. Mm. Yeah. Very, very possibly. Um, then we see BB-8 with his new buddy, uh, Dio. <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused with um, Ronnie James, Ronnie James Dio. Dio. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's been... <laughs> I'm wondering if that's, if, if um, JJ's a fan. Because like, he, he got Beastie Boys reference in there, didn't he? True. You know, so yeah. he's probably just making musical references of bands he likes. Probably. Yeah. The Beastie Boys reference, of course, being Elo Yeah, yeah, in The Force Awakens. Those who haven't picked it up, but I'm sure and, most uh, people did. And and really just, you know, throw a dart at the Star Trek films. And, yeah. And there's a Star Trek... And there's a Beastie Sabotage, Boys reference. Yeah. Um, so, so, what do we what do we think of this design, D.O.? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. It's fine. You know, it doesn't blow me away like the first time I saw BBA. Yeah, uh, I mean, conspicuous by his absence in this trailer is R two D two, and I just I don't want to see him sold short because he's, he's the keeper such, of the wills. He's such a hero. Yeah, yeah. Like he needs to be in this movie and do something. He will, even if it's just... JJ is not going to drop the ball on this. He'll he'll even if it, even if it's just like the last scene or something. Yeah. He's going to be there in a big way. I reckon if anyone's going to sell himself dearly, it's R two. Mm. He's he's a brave little fella, you know. Mm. He he could easily not come out of episode nine. 
mm. and three PO probably will, mm. you know, live to tell the tale. I suppose, but uh, but George always intended yeah. to remember that R two D two was telling the story. Yeah, that that's right. Yeah, so, so he has to live. But I want, yeah, I want R two. I wanted it to be like if we if we've got like a trio of droids accompanying on on their adventure, it's BB eight, R two, and three PO. Yeah, Dio doesn't need to be. Why does Dio need to be there? Yeah, like I, I nothing just, against Dio. I just hope he doesn't become Wheelie from Transformers, <laughs> which, which in an already annoying movie was a very annoying part. Are you calling the 1986 Transformers movie annoying? <laughs> this podcast is cancelled. This is the last episode of Force Material. It's been well, fun. I was actually thinking of the the modern incarnation of Wheelie. Oh, I didn't even clock there was a modern yeah. Wheelie. That's how little attention I paid yeah, to this it's movie. Like a, it's like a Vespa or something. Oh. It's terrible. Oh, well, screw that. The podcast is back on. Everybody. <laughs> Turns out we're on the same page. Yeah. But yeah, Wheelie was Wheelie was bad. Yeah. Even in the original. It, it, yeah, yeah, he wasn't. He was not the best yeah. part of that. I just original. don't want Dio to be some kind of cheap. Um, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, uh, anyway, uh, then, so, <laughs> so the, the next shot in, uh, in, in the trailer, we see Lando and Chewie, uh, yes. in the Falcon Lando wearing, uh, Billy D Williams himself. Yeah. William December Williams wearing Donald. <laughs> no relation. No, no relation. <laughs> wearing Donald Glover's clothes. Yeah. The full adultish Gambino in the, uh, Millennium Falcon cockpit. What do we think of this? That's brilliant. It's, yeah. It's, it's genius because the, one of the last times we saw D- Donald Glover in those clothes, he was saying, I'm going to get my ship back. <laughs> And, and Alden said, over my dead body. Oh. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to take it. Oh, no. It, you know, it's funny because this isn't like, it seemed a little weird that he's wearing the same clothes he wore when he was like yeah. 30. But I mean. But but also completely, yeah. Because I mean. Appropriate. Yeah. And also yeah. like at the end of Empire, you know, he's wearing Han Solo's clothes. Yeah. Like he's, he's sitting in the he's Falcon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of weird, but it, it it looks good on him. Yeah. It looks good. It does. It does. It really looks cool. And, and, and there's a little bit of a change to the collar. It's like an upturned collar or something. Oh, and, okay. You know, and. Um, yeah, he's obviously got the the cane, which we've seen in the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I um, I've seen a few people say, you know, like, oh, he shouldn't be wearing the same clothes he wore when he was that young, like whatever. But like, fashion goes in cycles. Yeah, you know, like I don't think this goes against Lando being a, a fashion plate. You know, like these things go around. Yeah, that's this, right. This just speaks to that. Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It just ties it ties the room together, you know. It ties the whole the whole saga together. This goes back, baby. This, exactly, you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah. Do you um do you know how old Billy D. Williams is, by the way? Early eighties. Eighty two years old. Yeah. That is an eighty two year old man. He does not look like I'm just picturing like what you know my granddad looked like at eighty two, and like yeah. And then you look at like what Billy D. Williams looks like. Yeah, he's doing well at eighty two. It's and amazing. All his Instagram videos of him in the gym and everything. Just him training with, like, the Lakers trainer all the time. Like, it's crazy. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's real. And that laugh. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the only other piece of kind of dialogue, I guess. Yeah. From anyone in the trailer, isn't it? Apart from, like, Ray's panting and Uh, his laughing and Luke's voiceover and the other thing at the end, which we'll talk about. Yeah, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, the the Palpatine laugh. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, I think BB-8 maybe gets some... 
Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 the laugh is, I mean, you'd hear the laugh anyway, even if they didn't have the audio, you know, you'd hear it in your yeah, head, just looking would, at yeah. that, looking at that image. So you may as well put the, He's put the audio fun. in there. Yeah. yeah. Like Lando and L3 together again. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I don't like to, <laughs> I know this is a whole thing. I don't want to, <laughs> I shouldn't open that kind of worms. It is for people who are fans of L3 being part of the Falcon. Uh, which I believe you are. Yes. Yeah, because because you know she ended up becoming a symbol of rebellion. rebellion yeah. yeah, and yeah, it's a cool moment. Yeah. And, and I assume there will probably be some sort of subtle line to indicate that it's a reunion of Lando and L three. Yeah, um, you know, even if it's just like if a, he just walks into the cockpit and looks at the round thing yeah. on the right <laughs> and then sits down. Yeah, or, or you know caresses it meaningfully yeah. look whatever yeah. as long as it's like enough that that fans of that can be like hey it's that thing from solo yeah and people like me who would prefer to forget that ever happened can be like i'm ignoring this yeah then uh <laughs> yeah that's that's cool um then uh we, we get the text the saga comes to an end mm. will it though do we think this is the end of the saga it's, I, I honestly think we might never see those actors as Raven and Poe again. Really? I, I honestly think that might happen, yeah. And you know, unless unless. But the, there's so many other things that are being talked about as in development. Mm. Like Ryan's trilogy and D and D's trilogy. The, yeah. And, you yeah. know, all that kind of stuff. I I think that if we do see that again, maybe it'll be another thirty, forty years or whatever until we do. <sighs> I and then they'll be so old that you know, <laughs> you you. I mean, you could be right. I hope you're not. Um, yeah. I don't know. I do. I do like a nice a story that ends with a you know a, a conclusive ending. So yeah. I, I, in that sense, I hope you're right. Yeah. But I, I feel like we're just getting to know Ray and. Finn. Yeah. I mean, they haven't even. They've barely met. Um, you know, in the, in the case of uh, Ray and, and Poe. But the um, saga comes to an end. W- what are we going to see them do if we... Well, know? maybe, you know, the Skywalker saga <laughs> comes to an end. But, yeah. but they go on to other oh, they have non-Skywalker-related own... adventures. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, I don't know. But... I want to see them again. Yeah. I do, I really do. But I think it would be nice and fitting if, if it just sort of stopped and mm. nine films and we've got our massive overarching story that kind mm. of is the way in the the a content of star wars really mm. you know and you know they i did say it's going on hiatus yeah. and uh and as you say there's a ton of other stuff in development from different eras yeah and yeah i don't know man i just like i i just find it hard to believe they wouldn't have plans for boyega and ridley at least yeah. beyond these three movies but who knows yeah would they would they want to yeah, you know, like they've invested a ton of. I mean, would would the actors want to? Wow, continue. I, I mean, uh, there was there were those quotes going around at the time of the Last Jedi where yeah. Ridley definitely sounded like she was ready to be done with it after Episode Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like John Boyega would just do it forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, he might. You know, but but you know, he, he loves. He's like an ambitious dude. He's got other things. Oh, they're that all he, yeah. yeah. That he loves to. You know, he's got his own production company with yeah. Femi Ogans and. You know, he he loves doing other projects. So I'm mm. just wondering if that would be too much of a, a railroad for him to keep mm. doing it as long as. I mean, yeah, it could be like yeah. a Chris Evans situation where you know 
he likes doing it, yeah. but he's got other things he wants to do yeah. or whatever. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess I'd be happy either way. Like I, yeah. I do like, I do like, you know, this is the end. This is the story. You can watch all the nine films yeah. over and over again as many times as you want, but this is the story. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, oh, it's just going to sort of go on indefinitely and, yeah. you know, there's no clear ending. But I, I'm just not ready to say goodbye <laughs> to these characters No, yeah, I'm not either. It seems like we've known them such a short time. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's, but it's been four years, I guess. Yeah. And at the same time, even though it's only been four years, I kind of can't imagine Star Wars without them. Yeah. You know, because they're so, like, especially, like, Ray is so integral yeah. now to the story. Yeah. Um, so the next shot, we got Poe and C-3PO on a desert planet, uh, on a skiff. Yeah. Being chased by what looks like uh, people on, like, swoops um, in, in what looks like a really fun action scene. Yeah. Um, I think Finn's there too, isn't he, on the skiff? Um, I think he I is. I don't remember if he's in this yeah. shot. Yeah. But he's definitely... I mean, he's in the earlier shot yeah. with Poe in his Nathan Drake gear. Yeah. So odds are, yes, yeah. he's in there somewhere. It, um, it kind of looks like jetpack stormtroopers to me. Um, there may be swoops as well, but the two things that pop out of the explosion towards camera look like jetpack stormtroopers. Oh, okay. Or something. And, you know, we've seen that kind of thing, I guess. In Rebels. Before in Rebels, and yeah, like based off the original kind of super commando armor. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. There's a there's a lot of... Um... First order jetpack guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess harking back again to the art of the Force Awakens, uh, there's a lot of shots, oh, not shots, but there's a lot of concept art of uh, pirates and pirate ships in the art of the Force Awakens. Uh, There's an image of the, the, you know, concept art of the heroes being made to sort of walk the plank of a skiff that kind of, you know, like the one in this trailer, similar sort of shape to the the one from, um, from Return of the Jedi. Um, you know, I wonder if, if, if these are pirates, like if that's something that, you know, adventurer Poe and Finn are getting up to. Yeah. Um, there's also, uh, it could easily be like, um, what's left of Jabba the Hutt's organization. Yeah. Or something like that. Well, if they are going back to Tatooine. Yeah. 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 There's also, um, if you've still got your, uh, Art of the Force Awakens book handy listeners, um, there's a pirate ship chase on page 51 of the Art of the Force Awakens. Um, so yeah, literally mm. like a space pirate ship chase, um, that, that looks a lot like what we see in the trailer here. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's some good pirate content and resistance as well. Yeah. Yeah. Very pirate shippy. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's always Hondo, you know, yeah, the, Hondo, the pirate yeah. to end all pirates. Um, after this, there's a, there's a split second shot of what looks like an A-wing to me being, yeah, being like... shot down. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. There's not really much to say here other than yeah. sweet, like space we, battle. We might get a space battle, yeah. Because yeah. there wasn't actually... Oh, I suppose there was a space battle in Force Awakens in the sense of like... I mean, you had a couple dog fights, So yeah. you had one on Takadana and then one on Starkiller Base. But neither of them were like in space per yeah. se. Yeah. Not that that really matters. I don't know. I can't remember if this was in space or not. But um, anyway, that, that'll be cool. Yeah. The shot after that is the is a is a money shot. We've got Leia holding a medal. Yes. Um, it's either the one she gave to Luke, but most likely the one she gave to Han. Yeah. At the end of A New Hope, it's definitely not the one she gave to Chewie because that didn't happen. <laughs> um, is she preparing to give it to Chewie? <laughs> just give it to Chewie, and they're finally going <laughs> like, to like tie a bow on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Possibly. Um, I mean, this is it's difficult to. 
I can't see any way this scene plays out that isn't a complete tearjerker in yeah. the cinema. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm already, I'm prepared to, to lose it when the, whatever, <laughs> whatever happens in this scene. Um, kind of cool also to see someone holding like a physical reminder of Han that he actually had something to do with on screen yeah. during his uh, appearances like, in the Star Wars films. <laughs> Unlike the dice that don't make any sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, that's, that's interesting. Um, I have to admit first time through, I didn't clock. I was like, oh, maybe that's like the, the artifact they're looking for or oh, whatever. Yeah. And then second time through, I'm like, no, 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 that's the, yeah. that's the metal. <laughs> um, so this, this, um, then, the, then we have the shot, uh, now, you know, if that shot's gonna, gonna be a tearjerker, mm. the next shot ensures there's not gonna be a dry eye in the house, in the cinema. We've got Leia hugging Ray. Yeah. Um, very, I mean, it looks very. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you know, if they've done some CGI magic <laughs> there to, to put Carrie Fisher into that scene, I mean, you can't tell. Yeah. In that split second of footage anyway. Um, it looks like this takes place on a kind of lush, uh, planet like there's a lot of plants and stuff around. Yeah. There. Um, I'm thinking this could be Felucia, um, Ooh, yeah. which only because like Felucia. Um, so Felucia is a planet that appeared in Revenge of the Sith and also the Clone Wars. The reason I'm thinking it could be Felucia is purely because there's some Felucia concept images in the Art of the Force Awakens. That I mean, it looks kind of similar to what okay. we see here yeah um in terms of you know just the vegetation and and, and that yeah. kind of thing new um, rebel base perhaps perhaps a new yeah. rebel base yeah exactly yeah um i mean yeah thoughts on thoughts on this shot and he oh it's 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 lovely and yeah. it just shows you that you know yeah however they have managed to recreate carry it's going to be good yeah yeah because there's no there's it's flawless that shot yeah 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 absolutely um then we see the whole gang. This is a this is a great shot. Yeah. Uh, Ray, Finn, and Poe uh, on an adventure together for the first time. We saw them together at the end of yeah. Last Jedi, but that was sort of the the classic. You know, it's the end of a Star Wars movie. Everybody's standing together, and yeah. then the credits roll um, sort of shot. But this is them actually out in the field together for the yeah. first time. Literally a field. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, with Chewie, C three PO, BB eight, uh, and Dio uh, all together. Still no R two D two. Um, looking out over the ocean to what certainly appears to be the mm. second Death Star. Yeah. What do we think? That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, oh, when I, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, this is, this is going to be amazing. Do we, do we think this is Endor? Yeah. Or like another, maybe another moon of Endor? Or do we think this is the same? I think this is Endor. Okay. So, you know, the Ewoks lived on the forest moon of Endor. So, okay, so right. So I think this is Endor. This so is Endor. Whenever, whenever you say that, people seem to take that two ways. It's it's either the forest moon of Endor, meaning called Endor, um, or the forest moon of the planet Endor. I believe, but, yeah. and don't quote me on this, anyone who's listening. I I think that the kind of evolution of that over the years is that originally, yeah, it was meant to be a forest moon of the planet called Endor. Yeah. But then over the years, because everyone assumed that the moon was called Endor, yeah. like as in the forest moon of Endor, yeah. um, that the moon was called Endor, Endor. and the planet's something else. The planet's something else. Yeah. But I, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Like it's, it's very, much, it's up for grabs. didn't really help that, did it? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. very much up for grabs. So yeah. Whoever, whatever JJ decides will be yeah. the, the canon, obviously going forward. But anyway, this is probably either another part of 
the moon that the Ewoks live on or a part of the planet that that moon orbits, I suppose. Yeah. Well, it yeah. goes, it goes back it makes to the, sense. It know? goes back to that old internet, uh, you know, the, the thing about, you know, oh, well, wouldn't Endor be destroyed when the, yeah. when the wreckage of the Death Star crashes into it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. this is, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. This and that's is, why maybe it like went towards this planet. Yeah. Just maybe it's a, the moon it's a much, much bigger planet and it yeah. was able to take it, uh, that's right. possibly. And that, and then our Ewok friends are all okay. But that's a big chunk of the Death Star that landed on this. It is a big yeah. chunk of the Death Star. And that's, that's why I'm thinking, like, it can't be the first Death Star because yeah. we saw that get just completely vaporized yeah. at the end of A New Hope. Um, Return of the Jedi, I can't off the top of my head pull up that shot of the, of, um, of the Death Star getting blown up. I mean, was it as, was it as yeah. conclusive as the one in A New well, Hope? Well, not quite as, you know, it was more of a, yeah, more of a, you know, all the flames lick out of the ports and then it just goes... Yeah, okay. So, you know, it, it, there could have been bits that big. It's conceivable that a, yeah. a part of it broke off yeah, and it didn't fell just into disintegrate, the yeah. planet of formerly known as the planet <laughs> attached to the first moon of Endor. Yeah, but you know, the, the, the idea that when that landed, it created a cataclysm on that planet is kind of cool as well. Um, mm. So, you know, I think that's where... I assume that's where the heroes are going to meet... Um, Naomi Aki's character, Jana. Okay. Um, who? What's appear, the what's the thinking to, there? Um, the, the leaked photos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert! But yeah, like they were they were filming with her and Finn and Poe in a grassland area that looked very similar to oh, okay. to that shot. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you know, if if the Death Star landed on that planet and just it, it was a any kind of advanced civilization and it's just wiped out everything it would explain why she's using a bow and arrow and stuff uh, you know i kind of hope that's not the case because yeah. it, it it but wars have consequences yeah eh? and, yeah you're and, right and i like the idea of that i like the idea that we're going to wrap up by learning that you know you can't just go around the galaxy blowing stuff up with <laughs> with no consequences yeah. you know true and if lando gets involved in that and gets the guilties you know so be it yeah well true <laughs> so so um uh, this is this is one of the main you know I've talked a few times in this episode about you know oh, digging up the the art of the Force Awakens yeah this is the main reason I did that because the the art of the Force Awakens um, features uh, artwork of the Death Star underwater so yeah. there's artwork of the Death Star trench underwater there's a there's an image uh, yeah. by Ian McKaig and Doug Chang of Ray um, well. It's, I think she's called Kira at that point, swimming through the trench. Um, yeah. So that's on page 34 if you've got your book out. Um, and, and McCaig says, So when the adventure's over, Kira finds a hidden map inside the Emperor's Tower of the Second Death Star. Mm. And the map tells you where the Jedi are and where Luke is hiding. Now, obviously, the latter part of that is irrelevant now. Yeah. But the idea of... The MacGuffin being hidden in the, the Death Tower, Star, yeah, yeah the, the Emperor's Tower yeah. is still because we're going much on there. The table. We're going there. Oh, a hundred percent, a thousand percent. That's where it all happened. And then on uh, on page fifty three of the Art of the Force Awakens, the Death Star comes up again. There's an image of the Death Star rising up out of the desert. Um, I don't think we're going to see this rise up out of the ocean. I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't think it's in any state to do that. But who, that's, that's pretty knows? much like what the uh, the Star Destroyers did on. Jack, you know, they're half buried in the desert, I suppose. So, yeah, yeah, but they, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't yeah, raise yeah. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, so I think is, a lot of that. Is Reagan lift the Death Star out of the ocean? She could. I mean, maybe. She yeah. could, yeah. Pretty cool. I, I think a lot of the, the artwork of the Death Star in The Art of the Force Awakens did end up 
by influencing the art of the, the yeah. destroyed Star Destroyer and on um, Jakku. Yeah. Um, on page 59 of The Art of the Force Awakens, uh, there's an image of a, an unknown character, probably Rey, but you can only sort of see their silhouette, um, swimming through to the Emperor's throne room. Um, and, and Ryan Church, the concept artist, uh, he's quoted as saying, uh, production designer Rick Carter said, what if the Emperor's chamber had crash landed after the second Death Star explosion? That doesn't make any sense, but that's when Rick knows he has something. He'll say, exactly. So, Rick Carter, who I believe is working on, is back for episode nine, but don't quote me on that. Um, But, I mean, obviously, JJ's back, so all those ideas are back in play. Um, They were playing around then with the idea of the the Emperor's throne room containing some sort of treasure or MacGuffin that that would... um, that would uh, be, you know, obviously of of import. Yeah. So yeah, that's obviously pretty interesting with the with the um, with the wreckage of the Death Star appearing at the end of this trailer. So what's she there for? Like, if we're going to the Death Star, why is she there in the first place? What are we like? Does she know that there's something important on the Death Star? Or... Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there's... I mean, she's not looking for Palpatine's body. That's absurd. It's mm. ridiculous. We saw it blow up. Mm. You know, there's no body there. Mm. Um, the idea of uh, a spirit still inhabiting that place is interesting. Like in Dark Force Rising, Timothy Zahn's book, there's um, a stain caused by the Emperor's death in orbit of Endor that mm. Leia, when she's rendezvousing, I think, with the Nogri, mm. um, goes into orbit and passes through the stain and feels the Emperor's presence. Okay. So th- there's there's that idea, and obviously that stain stays where he died, but, mm. you know, JJ could make the stain sort of stay in the throne room, I suppose. And she's sort of drawn she's to that. drawn to that, maybe. The only other thing I can think of that would be there is Vader's saber. Mm. Like, I guess Vader's original Darth Vader saber, as in mm. not Anakin's saber. So, so, so if that, you, that's got to be kicking around in there somewhere. Going with your your idea that they're deliberately retracing Vader's steps because yes. they're looking for something. That's important um, to him or something, yeah. Yeah, then they, they could be... Yeah, that would obviously be the logical final stop on that yeah. on that journey. Would yeah. be the would be the second Death Star. That's right. Okay, that's interesting. He's killed a lot of dudes with that. <laughs> Not the kids, though. That was the other one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the, the yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I have some I have some thoughts on the whole idea of, of Palpatine spirit. I guess yeah. um, living on, but the very last thing yeah. in the trailer, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's the... let's get let's get to that. So. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Actually, one more thing to do with the Death Star. So, page fifty-nine of the Art of the Force Awakens. Um, there's actually an image we mentioned earlier. JJ loves spaceships underwater. Yeah. So, there's an image in the Art of the Force Awakens of the Falcon flying towards the Emperor's throne room underwater. Whoa. Um, and Doug Chang says uh, in the book, part of the journey of the story is that they take the Falcon, go underwater, and find the Emperor's tower. Um, and the logic there is the Falcon is watertight because it's airtight. Yeah. So it can go underwater, right? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It can survive in space. Yeah. So it can probably survive in the water. I don't mean, I mean, I guess why not? Um, I've, I've seen a few people complaining, uh, that, you know, uh, the Death Star's back. They're just recycling the Death Star, <laughs> etc. Yeah, but not in a way you've seen before. Exactly. Yeah. To yeah. me, this is this is not a retread. This is a continuation. No. Like yeah. we're, we're still, you know, we're still in the same universe where the yeah. second Death Star was blown up. Like it makes sense. Yeah, there would be wreckage of that. It makes sense. There would be maybe there's a reason why they need to go there. Yeah, that's that's not a retread. That's that's no. just like a logical 
next step in the story. The stuff I said about the, you know just said about the devastation of war opens up a whole new barrage of themes that this could deal with. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like what if the the rebels' actions though just ended up, you know, bringing a cataclysm to another planet? Yeah, uh, yeah, very possibly. Um, we've got we've got uh, last thing before we get to the the big the big emperor <laughs> uh, thing. So we've got uh, Mark Hamill's voiceover throughout the trailer. Yeah, um, that voiceover is: "We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live on in you now, but this is your fight. We'll always be with you." nobody's ever really gone yeah now that last line obviously nobody's ever really gone we remember him saying that in yeah. a hopeful way in yeah. uh, the last jedi but obviously totally subverted yeah very yeah. much subverted here <laughs> uh with with what follows um which is uh well first off do you I mean any any thoughts on mark's voiceover the significance of that i'm wondering who we is we've passed on all we know mm. like is that luke and yoda yeah luke yoda uh, and the, the luke, book luke and Yoda and Anakin, Anakin, or Luke and Yoda and Qui Gon and Anakin, who we all know are spirits, or Obi Wan as well. Obi Wan, yeah, yeah, it could be any, any or all of them. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um. All right, and then the... so you know that 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 would suggest that Ray is getting some kind of real time instruction from Force ghosts. Mm. Certainly, Luke, but other ones as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd think there'd be some sort of Force ghost training happening in yeah. between movies. I mean, I. I... It'll probably be something like, you know, in, in the gap between Empire and Return, obviously mm. Luke got, he uh, leveled up quite a bit in terms of his Jedi training and his skills. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I wonder if we'll see Rey make a similar jump between movies. Obviously, she's already quite powerful yeah. in The Last Jedi, but, um, I mean, you know, that move she pulls off at the start of this trailer um maybe you know and, and we know some time has passed at least probably a year or two yeah um so it'll be interesting to see how far along ray is in her in her training at the yeah, start of yeah. this movie yep so then we're on to the the laugh heard around the world at the <laughs> end of the trailer um the emperor's back yeah. were you, what were your like when you watched the trailer the first time yeah like what was your initial reaction brilliant yeah I had, yeah, it's a goosebumps moment yeah. for sure. It's it's like a little bit of like, whoa, what the what yeah. the hell? Like, and I think very quickly I realized, of of course, yeah, it's been him all along. Uh. You know, it's his nine movies. He's the guy from the very start pulling all the strings yeah. of, of everything. Well, because I was going to ask, do you do you think do you think this indicates that yeah, he has been pulling the strings behind the sequel trilogy. Definitely, so obviously, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Like I, I, I even think that you know it could have been his spirit inside Snoke's body. Mm. Like Snoke's body's just some kind of meaningless vessel, mm. and he's know? just animating that. Yeah, that and body. that's part of the reason we don't Weekend know Snoke's. anything about Snoke. Yeah, because you know, it doesn't matter. He's just some kind of physical thing that Palpatine's using. Yeah, to manipulate. Kylo and, and, and Ray then later. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's such a get out of jail free card, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no need to know who Snoke is yeah. because he's not he, important. He's not even really a guy. He's, he's, not, just, he's not really yeah. there. Yeah. He's he's Palpatine. Yeah, he's literally the the Wizard of Oz. You know. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, we've talked so many times on this yeah. podcast about the Wizard of Oz. Uh, in uh, the Wizard of Oz comparisons with the Force Awakens, yeah, and and, have, and yeah. how like. And how he was the giant, oh, the giant proje- projection, yes. and, and even like in Last Jedi, he's kind of a giant 
projection in a way, you know. Like, yeah, he's he's not, a, he's, he's not real. Yeah, he's, he never yeah, was. Because yeah. I always thought it was kind of weird how like they were building all these Wizard of Oz parallels, and then they kind of didn't go anywhere because yeah. Snoke was just who we thought he was, and Luke was who we thought he was, and yeah. whatever. But yeah, if Snoke's not who we thought he was, that a hundred percent makes sense. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, JJ. <laughs> and Baz. Baz. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of geniuses in the presence of wow. genius. Now, um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the Emperor being back. Yeah. Which we assume he's back, right? Like, we what do we. Yeah. I mean, in, in it could way, be a flashback. In some way, shape, or form, he's back. He's back. Yeah. Even if it's just messages he's left from beyond the grave, I don't yeah. think it is. But um, do we think he's a force ghost? Do we think he's a physical presence? What are we. Based on two seconds of a laugh in one trailer, what are we? Uh, what are we speculating? All right, here's my current working theory. Okay, <laughs> we've talked a lot about who Ray might be. Okay, I feel like we have the same theory. Have we the but same continue, theory? continue. Right. Ray means king, king, ruler, emperor. Yeah, Ray's a clone of the emperor. Very possibly. Um, this harks back to the Dark Empire comic book. Yeah, which postulated that the emperor had seeded clones of himself elsewhere yep. so that he could. Jump his spirit into them after he died. Yeah, all he needs is that, that that person to become, I guess, corrupt enough and close enough to him that he can do that. Yeah. So I'm thinking Ray is somehow drawn to the Emperor because you know she's that's it, that's her blood. She yeah. knows that she has to go there and eventually Palpatine will get into her, and that's that's yeah. it. So that kind of sets up like an idea of Ben Demption as well, because if if Ben realizes that, wow, that's Palpatine, that's Darth Vader's worst enemy, I've got to take care of that. Then you flip, and Ben becomes the good guy you're rooting for. Yeah, Ray becomes Palpatine, who's evil. Uh. Um, it's the same old story of Jedi. It's the same, you know, it's been going all all along. It's just flipped this time. Yeah, yeah. I um. So you know, that's a brassy move, and I don't know if JJ would even try and pull off the fact that you know he's he's made this supposed hero of this new trilogy. Flip at the end to to become the the baddie, the ultimate baddie, and yeah. then the supposed villain kind of flip at the end to become the the big hero. Yeah, but you know he could. Yeah, yeah. Our our theories are slightly different then, but very mm. much, very much coming from the same, yeah, uh, the same, the same place. Um, I, I'm kind of thinking uh, that basically, I, I definitely agree with you. Ray is connected to Palpatine. Yeah. Um. I think, I mean, I don't know if she's a clone. Yeah. She could be like a hidden descendant of Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It could be like a, a kind of Anastasia situation where she's like exiled. She doesn't know who she is, but she's, um, yeah, she's, she's part of this, you know, she's got royal blood. She's the emperor's uh, yeah. descendant. What I, what I think is, is, is I say more likely, but none of this is, is likely. We, <laughs> we, we don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess the theory I'd prefer, um, is, I think there's a way to do this where you honor episode eight, but you still have like a real mind blowing, like, oh, that it makes sense. It was there all along yeah. kind of twist that ties all the nine films together, um, which is basically, so Ray, Ray's can be the daughter of junk, you know, filthy junk trader. Yeah. She can be born to nobodies. Shmi Skywalker was a nobody. Was a nobody yeah. Um, so I feel like in the, in the same way that Anakin was born to Shmi, but she, um, you know, but he was still created potentially. Okay. Well, actually, this needs some unpacking. Yes. Okay. So Revenge of the Sith 
very strongly hints that Anakin was created by either Palpatine or Plagius or a combination of Palpatine and, yeah. and, and Plagius. Um, and there's there's an early in this. For, for, um, we've talked about this on the pod before, but the scene I'm referring to is the scene at the Bubble Opera, where Palpatine's <laughs> like uh, Squid Lake, the Squid Lake, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where Palpatine's like, you know, ah, oh, you know, he even had the power to create life, yeah. And he looks directly at Anakin, and as the audience member, you're meant to think. We never did find out how Anakin was yeah. magically created from the Force in Episode One, did we? No. Um, in the script for Revenge of the Sith, this is much more explicit. I'm just going to try and pull the script up now. Um, okay, so there's a line in the script, and this was actually circulating just a few months ago because uh, the Darth, Darth Vader number 25, um, the end of Charles Soule's run on Darth Vader, had a panel that seemed to confirm the idea that the Emperor mm-hmm. somehow created uh, Anakin through the Force. Yeah. And Charles Soule has a pretty good track record with like inserting stuff in his comics that later on pays off in the movies, whether through just intuition on his part or because he knows stuff. Yeah. Who knows? Um, well, he knows. But um, So this is the original script for Revenge of the Sith. Um, Darth Sidious says, this is at the Bubble Opera, Darth Sidious says, I have waited all these years for you to fulfill your destiny. I arranged for your conception... I used the power of the Force to will the midichlorians to start the cell divisions that created you. To which Anakin responds, I don't believe you. To which Darth Sidious says, and this is all starting to sound very familiar, Darth Sidious says, ah, but you know it's true. When you clear your mind, you will sense the truth. You could almost think of me as your father. To which Anakin responds, that's impossible. To which Darth Sidious responds, nevertheless, you must decide. Now, I guess George decided that was a bit too much poetry. Yeah. Um, it was rhyming a bit too heavily with Empire. <laughs> so he decided not to go down that route exactly. But the implication is still there in the, in the, in the film. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, that script is, is floating around out there. Um, James Lucino, in his Darth Plagueis book, back in the, um, the old pre-Disney canon sort of had a, a version of this mm. in that book where, um, for memory, Plagius and Palpatine attempted to... It wasn't that they created Anakin exactly. It yeah. was that they were sort of messing with the Force, attempting to create uh, a sort of dark side yeah. user. But then uh, the Force sort of snapped back at them by creating the one who would bring balance to the Force. And that's how Anakin yeah. was created. So as- like a literal Frankenstein's monster kind of thing, you know... He- referencing that moment when Darth Vader wakes up on the, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, in, in Lucino's book, the idea is that Anakin is like the universe's r- attempt to balance out the, yeah. the kind of unnatural stuff that Palpatine and Plagueis mm. have been trying to do. Yeah. But certainly in Lucas's script, the implication is that it's just Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just Palpatine created this thing somehow. Yeah. But, you know, for the story of that is that it snaps back at its creator. and mm, becomes, Well, true. You know, yeah, 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 exactly. It yeah. Becomes, yeah. Um, so, so basically, um, Anakin is, is born to Shmi. Yeah. But he's created by the Emperor. Uh, and I think we're seeing, we might see a similar thing with Rey. Yeah. Uh, in episode nine which is pretty much the same as yeah, her being sure, a clone yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah yeah so this this ties us back to episode one um it ties the whole saga together ties the room together it could it could tie out the biggest and most important lingering plot thread yeah. of the whole saga which is like 
it's bizarre that Shmi Skywalker's like, there is no father, and everyone's just like, yeah, yeah, cool, okay, man, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no worries. That's yeah. that's sounds that's, legit. That's Virgin Mary stuff. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, it seems like that would be something they'd want to follow up. Yeah. Um, so, so, so literally, there is no Skywalker dynasty. It's all Palpatine dynasty. It's Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. E- everybody significant is is no Palpatine dynasty. And this is how <laughs> that's yeah exactly. Yeah. And this is how you can do it so it honors the intention of Episode Eight. Yeah. But still has your Skywalker Palpatine twist on Rey's origin. Yeah. Which is okay. She's not a nobody. She's created by Palpatine. Yeah. But the message of episode eight is it doesn't matter where you come from. Yes. You, can still... you decide who you are. Yeah. So you can still do that. Yeah. But but with the added twist that as well as being the daughter of these filthy junk traders, she actually was created by Palpatine with the intention to be like a vessel for Palpatine yeah. or whatever. Um, and she can choose to not be that. So... You still have the whole. You still have all these elements of you know self determination yeah. that you would have had in um, episode eight, uh, and you know, in whatever Ryan, Ryan Johnson uh, intended to do with that. Yeah. Um, and you know, he might have known this all along. I don't. We won't find out for years, probably, until this is all over and we yeah. get the you know J.W. Rinsler comes <laughs> comes back emperor style and writes the uh, the the full uh, what's and all making off book, um, but. Uh, that's that's kind of where I'm thinking this is going. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, but I mean, either way, whether she's a clone or not, I think yeah. I think we're saying the same thing. Is like pretty much. Yeah, there's a connection to Palpatine, but she can overcome that connection. Yeah. Um, or I'm I'm I think I'm suggesting she falls to it. Well, that that's where yeah. we differ. That's right. Because yeah. you were saying that she would fight Kylo. Yeah. And I I think. She's but I like yours too. Like she and Kylo team up to kind of overturn this. Rubbish prophecy. That's it, and, and they and sick all the force, force ghosts on the emperor, and, and, and yeah. that's that's yeah. the connection between them. Yeah, because they've always been connected, and they've never really understood why. And yeah. the connection is Ray was created by Palpatine, and Kylo has been manipulated by Palpatine, and and in a sense is a descendant of Palpatine. Yeah, well, in, in a well, very in real, a, sense. real sense. Yeah, yeah, he's the third generation. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. If Palpatine created Anakin, yeah, um, and and that's why they're connected. Not technically related, so the Raylo thing can still happen if you're into that. Um, and and that's that's but it, that's why the force well, connects them. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean it, the, the floodgates are open. Um, that's and they and they they realize this. You know, this all gets hashed out somehow. They team up to fight the Emperor at the end, and this all makes me more convinced than ever that my thing I've been banging on about for ages about Episode Nine is going to use the unused ending to Episode Six, mm-hmm. which is. Um, in, at the end of episode six, Luke, uh, the, the, was going to fight the emperor and Darth oh, yeah, Vader would the, turn and team yeah. up with Luke and the ghosts of Yoda and Obi-Wan would team up with Luke yeah. to fight the emperor. Um, the That's end of cool. episode nine, we tie everything together. Yeah. Kylo, who's the equivalent to Vader, uh, in this series teams up with Rey, uh, Anakin's back in ghost form, uh, Yoda's back in yeah. ghost form, Luke's back in ghost form. Full squad, hashtag full squad, <laughs> yes. taking on uh, yeah. the emperor using the lightning. You, exactly, yeah. doing whatever, whatever it takes. Um, taking on, taking. Uh, on I the think emperor. that's the Avengers tagline, isn't it? <laughs> full squad, <laughs> whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think that was the Golden State Warriors thing before they <laughs> before they got good. Was like, oh, but when we've got our full squad, we're unbeatable. Anyway, look, yeah, that's yeah. quite a tangent. But um, this is um, that's anyway. That's that's kind of where I think it's going. I think yeah. we're going to resolve this mystery of like where did Anakin come from? Yeah, in a satisfactory way, that's even it. though it's kind of already been resolved in extra film materials. Yeah. Um, but that that throne room tower has to be above water. Because doing all this underwater is not going to be very good <laughs> at all, really, is it? Well, this is this is these are the big challenge. This is the big challenge here yeah. because because t- the, the the these are all great ideas in theory. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Like, oh, they are. They sound they sound good, but yeah. but it, like we we can sit here and talk about oh, wouldn't it be great to tie together all the films and, yeah. and to explain the mystery of episode one and tie it to episode nine and tie it to Ray and give her, you know, a more satisfactory ending to that mystery, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What that, but then you're sort of back to all the issues that people brought up around the time of episode eight, mm. which is like, yeah, but how do you do that in a way that doesn't require like half an hour of exposition? Cause like Ray didn't know Kenobi when, yeah. you know, there used to be rumors of like, she's related to Kenobi and it's like, and like, yeah. what would that actually mean on screen? Cause she doesn't know Kenobi. Like Ray doesn't know. Uh, maybe maybe Palpatine. Palpatine's Kenobi's dad too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah. but but so the, the so the challenge for for JJ and Co. If this is the the path they're going down, yeah. it, it, you know, it could be something completely could be, different. Yeah, but if it is, they need to kind of get all of this history across, explain what happened with Anakin, explain how that relates what happened to what happened with Ray, um, without sort of drowning in the exposition of all of that. Yeah. And come up with a mechanic for the, uh, the 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 mechanics of the Emperor creating um, Anakin and Rey that don't that doesn't sort of simultaneously make him so powerful. That yeah. it's like this guy can create life. Why are we even attempting to fight him? Yeah. Like he can create Rays and Anakins when he wants them, and he can come back from the dead. And like if he's that powerful, how is it even? How did how did they beat him in Episode Six? Kind yeah. Of thing? Um, and and then they also would need to explain why the emperor just kind of left Ray and Anakin to just like chill until the good guys found them and brought them to him. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I guess you could argue, oh, this is plan all. He all is proceeding as he has foreseen. Like, um, but I mean, those those are the obstacles, basically. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, how many force sensitive people could Palpatine possibly have created? Yeah. Like, could, could he have created half the Force-sensitive people in the galaxy? Did he create the Knights of Ren? Exactly. Yeah. Did he create the Knights of Ren? Did he did he create some Force-sensitives who were more predisposed towards turning on their fellows to... Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I yeah, I mean, very possibly. Any kind, any number of things, yeah. So, I mean, for me, like, whether she's a clone or she's a... She yeah. was somehow imbued with, you know, yeah. with life by the Emperor. I mean, this... These are the theories that work for me because they... Mm. Even if they... Even if they didn't plan any of this from the beginning, yeah. and it's very much an open question, like how much of this trilogy was actually planned out in advance. And again, I don't think we'll know until after this movie comes out. Everybody can sort of talk yeah. freely. Um, this is this is the plot that lets them look like they planned it from the beginning. Yeah. Either way, uh, because the clues are there. You know, like the the, the seeds are there through the whole <laughs> the name saga. Yeah, Na- yeah, names are hugely significant. In well, Star in Wars, Star Wars, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Uh, exactly, like like George Lucas has always been like, yeah, Darth Vader, yeah, Dark Father. Yeah. I always meant that. Yeah. No, you didn't. But <laughs> you you definitely didn't. Vader was the name of a guy he went to school with. Darth <laughs> sounded cool. I don't know, like that. But but that but but in retrospect, we all believe that yeah. story because it works. It makes sense. 
Um, and you know, and, and there, there was just that incredible fluke of history that Alec yeah. Guinness sort of paused and looked shifty and made that acting choice for whatever reason when yeah. he was like, you know, yeah, your father was killed by Darth Vader. Like, um, and then George was able to kind of build the Darth Vader is Anakin story out of that. Yeah. But like, in retrospect, it looks like it was planned and we accept it. And I, you know, I think they, you know, whether this was planned mm. or whether they're making it up as they go along, you, you can do the same thing here. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and there's other things like, so, so Palpatine's voice is in Ray's force back in yeah. episode seven. So you can point to that and be like, they were planning this from the beginning. Yeah. Um, in the, epi- in the force awakens novelization, when Ray is fighting Kylo, she hears a voice in her head that reads on the page very much like Palpatine's voice telling her, you know, kill him, strike him down, yeah. kind of use, tap into your anger kind of thing. And she's like, whoa, where did that come from? Um, yeah. So that's that's sort of teasing that there's some kind of connection with Palpatine. Mm. And yeah, as you say, just the, the kind of blank canvas nature of Snoke, where it's like we never even attempted to yeah. explain where he came from because he doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Uh, and then the other, there's another kind of mystery that ties into this as well. You mentioned the possibility of Palpatine um, sort of inhabiting the Death Star somehow, yeah. or his spirit kind of lingering on. I think maybe what's happening here is, um, you know, and again, can they explain this in a way that doesn't seem overly hokey? I, I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll find out, if, you know, in December. I'm, I'm, you know, in JJ we trust. But in The Force Awakens... Kylo is talking to Darth Vader's charred helmet mm. as if it's talked to him before. Yeah. So he says to it, you know, show me the power of the darkness again, or, you know, the, yeah. yeah, what it's up words to that effect. Darth Vader, like it wouldn't make sense for Anakin Skywalker, like the actual force ghost of Anakin Skywalker to have shown Kylo yeah, the power of the darkness. Redeemed, yeah. Cause he was redeemed. He turned yeah. back to the light before he died, before Kylo was ever yeah. born. If anyone is reaching through the helmet of Darth Vader and yeah. showing him the power of the darkness, it's Palpatine. Yeah. Um, and the last thing we saw Palpatine doing before he died was like injecting a whole bunch of force lightning into Darth Vader. Yeah. Was he, was there some sort of transference there? Like, is yeah. some part of Palpatine still alive in Darth Vader's helmet? Like, is it not so much, are we, are we not getting like a physical resurrection yeah, of Palpatine per yeah. se? But like his spirit has has lived on in that helmet, and maybe you know, presumably Luke. Well, there, there was a tie-in, like sort of uh, novel released ahead of the Force Awakens that um, implied that Kylo had gone, had hired like a sort of bounty hunter to go and find Darth Vader's helmet and bring it to him. Yeah, but like it was never explicitly stated that, yeah. that that's what happened. Um, it was sort of just hinted at in that in that story. Weapon of choice or weapon of. Weapon of the perfect weapon it had a weapon in the title anyway. It was about uh, Natine Bazaar, the woman with the the. Anyway, it doesn't <laughs> matter. The <laughs> it's late. I don't remember. Um, so the uh, the the point is, uh, it's 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 not confirmed how long Kylo has had the helmet or had access mm. to the helmet. You could write it so that in canon that help Luke has had the helmet the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That helmet's been, you know, through the helmet, Palpatine has been like talking to Kylo yeah. since he was a little kid. Um, or some Ewok had it. Some Ewok had it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. We don't. Know. Some Ewok's been wearing it. <laughs> yeah, and then an evil Ewok came and talked to <laughs> Kylo. We don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you think you know could could um, could Darth Vader's helmet? 
I know this. I know how I know how dumb this sounds. No, no. Could Darth Vader's helmet be like a haunted Sith artifact? Yeah, definitely. Like it's you know anything can be imbued with the power of the dark side, right? Yeah, yeah. And and you said the lightning. Yeah, could that have been a transference? Definitely a transference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could uh, easily have been. So, um, yeah, and the helmet was popped off him shortly thereafter, wasn't it? And never went back on till after he was dead. Yeah. So yeah, it wouldn't have had any. Yeah, have touched him, wouldn't have any yeah. power over him in his final moments, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I actually saw yeah. that helmet on the weekend. Oh by the yeah, way. that's right. You I were... went to um, yeah. not to derail the the thread too much here, but I I went to an exhibition. I didn't go to Star Wars Celebration, but I did while I was in Sydney go to um, the Star Wars Identities exhibition. Which, if anyone listening to this can get to Sydney before the exhibition closes in, I think June. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's all online. Um, Definitely check out the Star Wars Identities exhibition at the Powerhouse Museum in Sydney. It is amazing. It's just room after room of like actual props and costumes from the Star Wars yeah. films. Um, all the first six films, the the sequel trilogy, I don't think was around when they put this exhibition together um, a few years ago. Um, and uh, yeah, so and one of the one of the props on display is is the helmet that Luke removes um, at the end of um, Return of the Jedi, cool. which. We're now speculating. Well, I'm, yeah, could could be haunted. Did it look haunted when you saw it? Look, it didn't look haunted, but I mean, who knows? Maybe this theory was 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 uh, was was given to me by the haunted Darth Vader Darth Vader helmet. Who knows? Can, can we contact the after hours security guards at the Powerhouse Museum? Just have a look. Is it doing anything a bit shifty? We can do ghost hunting. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there there I- is. There's probably only one more thing we really need to talk about, I guess, and mm-hmm. that's the thing that's eluded us. The title. The title, yeah. Well, just just very quickly before oh, yeah. we before we move on from Darth Vader's haunted helmet. <laughs> um, okay, so two things on this. Um, so first off, my whole you know everyone look at the art of the Force Awakens because I I swear to God there's stuff in there that's going to yeah. be important. Page seventy nine of the Art of the Force Awakens. There's an image of that melted helmet of Vader that um, obviously uh, Kylo ends up looking at in the Force Awakens. Uh, and the artist, the concept artist Christian Olsman, um, says that this image of the, the the melted helmet actually dates back to when the MacGuffin of the Force Awakens, um, before the map to Luke, before Starkiller Base. He says the MacGuffin of the Force Awakens was going to be the melted helmet of Vader. So take that for what you will, yeah. but at some point that helmet was more important than just Kylo has it lying around and likes to talk to it sometimes, Hamlet style. Like it, <laughs> there was a reason that people were looking for it. Yeah. It kind of puts me in mind of, um, oh, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but did you ever read the Jedi Prince yes. books? Yeah. The, those really not great, not um, great. children. Well, I loved yeah. them when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Look, the, the intended audience. You were the target them. audience. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and in the first book of that, it was all about finding the glove of Darth Vader, yeah. which would give you the power to rule the empire or whatever. So, uh, it just kind of reminds me of that. Um, yeah. so you want to find any of that stuff? Just look on a funeral pyre. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Unless he too had spares. Well, it's me. He might've had a bunch of helmets lying yeah. around. Who knows? They're all in the Death Star, sadly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Ray's, well, see, cause that's Okay. So Ray sees, well, the whole the whole squad mm. sees the wreckage of the Death Star. Yeah. Earlier, we see what looks like the ship that dropped Ray on Jakku. Yeah. In an environment that I'm saying, but not really 
convinced by. Or could be underwater. Could be underwater, yeah. purely because it looks like there's like a little bit of a ripple effect there. Yeah. Um, so if it's they're li- filthy junk traders. Yeah. What if they went scavenging oh, yeah. in the second yeah, Death Star? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and somehow, same way that Ray does in the Star Destroyer. Yeah. Same way that Ray does in the Star yeah. Destroyer. And somehow that like sort of exposed them to the and evil of Palpatine. Child. And well, they wouldn't have had the child yet because responsible parent. Oh, yeah. Well, it depends how long oh, ago yeah, they, it depends how long ago they went yeah, scavenging. Palpatine's created life in Ray's mother. Yeah. 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 Mm, okay. Yeah. Possibly. That's good. Yeah. I That's mean, good. who knows? Very good. Who knows? Yeah. Um, okay, so the title. You're right. Yeah. We, we need to talk about the title. We do. Um, the Rise of Skywalker. We were all desperately trying to guess this title yeah. for ages. We came up with... Um, I can't remember what we settled on as being what we actually thought of. I think my pet favourite was Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. So at least I got the Rise bit right. <laughs> I uh, I saw the new order going around a little bit and I'm yeah. like, they're not, they're not going to call it the new... Yeah, that's a bit too... It's, I mean... Yeah, the jokes, the Blue Monday jokes, <laughs> yeah, just write themselves. They're not going to do that. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I don't know what I, th- I don't, you know, in, yeah. I don't know what I expected. Um. So, uh, the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Fine. It's, it's awesome that Skywalker's in there. In there. Yeah. It's yeah. That the first goops, goosebumps moment in the trailer for me. Well, there's three. Ray doing the force jump over yeah. the the Tie Fighter. Literally walking on the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, the Emperor's laugh and the title reveal, yeah. because that's such a, whoa, we are well and truly back in mystery box territory. Yeah. Why is it called Rise of, the Rise of Skywalker? We just saw him die. Yeah. Um, everyone's, you know, this, spe- let the speculation begin. Yeah. Um, first, okay, before we get into speculation about why it's called the Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. just as a title, just... Are we liking it? Does it yeah. roll off the tongue? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, well, I mean, I, I think we said last week, like every Star Wars title initially sounds weird when you first hear it. So to me, this the syntax is kind of weird, like the rise of Skywalker. Like, yeah, rise of the Skywalker. Yeah, but then that doesn't that doesn't <laughs> yeah. make sense yet, unless anyway. But um, I don't know. I don't know what I thought it would be. So this is fine. I love that Skywalker's in there. Yeah, I like that it kind of has the same energy as, you know, Revenge of the Sith, Return yeah. of the Jedi, the Rise of Skywalker. That's yeah. where Rise... I think that's why I think Rise of the Skywalker yeah. sounds more natural, but also it doesn't make sense. Um, so, yeah, the Rise of Skywalker. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, T-R-O-S. T-R-O-S. Tross, Tross, if you will. <laughs> I haven't really seen it written in... Um, in uh, abbreviated like that yet, but I'm sure we'll all be... That's what we, we'll yeah, be calling that's it from we'll now on. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, so we we have... This is the first Star Wars title since probably The Phantom Menace where we have no idea yeah. what it means. No idea what it means. Like, we knew what Attack of the Clones meant. We knew what Revenge of the Sith meant. Um, we knew what The Force... Of, well, we, we kind of... Yeah. We didn't know exactly what The Force Awakens meant, but it wasn't like, whoa, what could that possibly be referring to? It was just kind of like, well, obviously, the... You know, oh, no well, you know, well, could that have been referring to Palpatine? There's been an awakening. Have you felt, felt it? it? Yeah. Uh, except what if? But if Palpatine is Snoke, Palpatine is Snoke. It's just yeah, him, well, like yeah, it's him giving himself a rap. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's giving himself a rap. I know. 
Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, and then, and then the last Jedi. I mean, we all obviously that did yeah. generate a lot of speculation, but we all basically thought it was about Luke yeah. in some capacity, which yeah. it was. Um, and remember all that speculation about whether Jedi was singular or plural. Oh, I'd blocked yeah, it out of my crazy. mind. Yeah, I'd I'd uh, I'd raid pe- raise parents that right out of my mind. <laughs> I'd, I'd forgotten all traces of it. Yeah. That's. Wow, yeah, what a time. Okay, so this isn't the first one that we haven't had any idea of, but uh yeah. but still, it's a, it's it's interesting the rise of Skywalker. I've been thinking about it a lot and and I think that my little pet theory on this one is that Skywalker is now a title. Yeah. So it's whatever comes post Jedi to yeah. describe whatever that, you know, whatever force users are. Yeah. Skywalker. And and part of that is as you said, Revenge of the Sith Return of the Jedi, the rise of Skywalker. It's like Sith Jedi, Skywalker. Yes. You know, could it be a, a title? Yep. Um, maybe it always was. Maybe Shmi just made that name up, you know. <laughs> like, it's it's just a thing now. We find out um, she was really like But there's Shmi also there's a cool little part in Timothy Zahn's Thrawn's Alliance book, uh-huh. Thrawn Alliances, uh-huh. um, where Anakin and Thrawn uh, kind of meet on the radio in orbit over Batu, uh-huh. And... Uh, Anakin introduces himself, and Thrawn says, "Could could you repeat that or something?" You know, because he's taken aback by the surname. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that uh, Skywalker is like a chiss term for some kind of force sensitive pilot or navigator. Oh, um, wow! Yeah, so so like it's 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 a word in his language that means someone who can fly, you know, through instinct or th- fly through the force. Wow! Yeah, so. You know, well, I need to read that book, and and like you know, that's just a throwaway line in a book, really. Yeah. But so's Batu when you think about it. Yeah. Like Batu's in that book, and it's coming to life now, and may even be in episode nine, and you know, yeah. so so there could be any number of kind of implications in that. So, wow. So yeah, Skywalker is a title to the Chiss. Yeah. So it could be a it could end up being a title, not just a literal title of a movie, but a title given to a person. I you know for for whatever Ray decides to establish as a new order of force users with white sabers. That's that's yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah well yeah exactly. Know? That's definitely where I I've got I've got a note here like is Skywalker a title now? Yeah. That's kind of where I've landed on as well. Um, is you know it's the next evolution of the Force beyond Jedi and yeah. Sith. Um, it's it's interesting because like you can see Ray taking that name like because she doesn't as far as we know she doesn't really have a last name and see this this is something i've always wondered does ray know what her last name is i don't know because we don't know but like i guess she doesn't know because she doesn't remember her parents really beyond knowing that they existed and they were junk traders so she she wouldn't know her last name she's probably young enough to sort of just have called them mommy and daddy right yeah exactly like yeah so she doesn't she definitely doesn't know then yeah she she possibly wouldn't know her own surname yeah and so she could take the she could take the name Skywalker. Yeah. In I've always kind of thought though, like if she was going to do that, it would make more sense for her to take the name Solo, because Han was much more of a father figure in the time they spent together yeah. than Luke was. Luke didn't even really seem to like her that much. Yeah. Um, and and it would also tie in with like obviously Lawrence Kasdan left a lot of little breadcrumbs and easter eggs in the solo script that tie back into the force awakens yeah. um and you know i always thought that maybe one of them would turn out to be you know obviously the very very famous much maligned um 
you know, I don't have a family. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just muck you down as Han Solo. That's scene. right. Yeah. I kind of thought maybe that would pay off with like Ray taking on that name yeah. as well. Cause she doesn't have a family, but I don't think it's going to happen now, but I, uh, you know, I, I think, um, I think you're right. I think Skywalker, yeah. um, is going to be the, uh, maybe not her family. Like she won't take it on as a family name necessarily, but it, yeah. it will, it will be the next sort of school of yeah. force user. Yeah. She, she could be, the Skywalker, as in the Skywalker of myth that she talks about in Force Awakens, you know. Yeah, sorry, that's that's just a myth. That's a hundred percent, and and yeah. and not just the Force Awakens, but the end of the Last Jedi. Yeah, the end of the Last Jedi, where we see those kids yep. talking about the myth, the legend of Skywalker, who faced down the the First Order by himself. Yeah, that's where we see literally the rise of Skywalker, as in the rise of like the legend of Skywalker yeah. throughout the galaxy, inspiring all these Force sensitive kids. Yeah. to maybe like train under ray or whatever uh, so it might it might not even be the name of like an order necessarily but yeah. just like a it's referring to like the movement of all these kids who are inspired by yeah um luke it could even be like her yeah her name for her own knights like the knights of skywalker yeah going up against the knights this of is the ren. knights of ren yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's funny because i've seen a few there's a little i've seen a little bit of talk of like um i can't remember who but basically like oh you know, this is JJ, like, uh, he's, he's rejecting what Ryan did. He's, he's saying that Luke's coming back. And I'm like, no, that's not, that's not what's happening. <laughs> if anything, this title is like, it's, it's furthering what we saw at the end of the last Jedi. Yeah. Like it's an endorsement of what we saw at the end of the yeah. last Jedi with the, this legend of, of Luke spreading throughout the galaxy. Um, it, it's interesting. Uh, John Boyega uh, gave an interview just recently John Boyega obviously is in the film, uh, plays quite a prominent role in the film, we can assume. Um, John Boyega gave an interview where he says that he doesn't know what the title means. <laughs> um, Boyega says that the script was changed on the fly, uh, like it was changed during production yeah. for some scenes that involved Ray and Kylo, but not him. Um, so, and he said it was possible that kind of the impetus for that, for the title, like maybe if he knew what was in those scenes, the title would make yeah. sense to him. So it, it could be to me that I heard that and I'm kind of like, oh, this is sort of shades of like yeah. Mark Hamill knowing <laughs> that Darth Vader was Luke's dad, but no, nobody else knowing. Yeah. Of, um, and if you leak it, we'll know where it came from. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe, uh, you know, Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley yeah. know what Rise of Skywalker means, but nobody else does. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the, it, it could also, uh, you know, talking about, we've talked throughout this, this part about the, uh, artwork in the art of the force awakens. Um, it could also be referring to Anakin Skywalker in some yeah. way. I think that's unlikely, but I mean, you don't know, um, in, in that, in that art book for the force awakens, um, Ian McCaig, the concept artist, um, has a few sketches in there of like, or not, they're not just sketches. They're like full blown. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's. He's got some art in there of like what an Anakin return could look like. Um, and he said, uh, uh, he said, I love that quote from a wizard of earth. Sea, the fantasy novel by Ursula K. Le Guin. When you light a candle, you also cast a shadow that inspired me to propose for the first time that Anakin's ghost would come back. And then later on, on page 103, for those who have their books out, um, Ian McCaig uh, drew an image of Anakin, like sort of crossed with Vader. Mm. So his face is like half Anakin, half Vader. Um, and he said, if we see Anakin Skywalker, because he does flow back and forth between Darth Vader and Anakin, 
let's see him as a character with a dark and light side. The reason Luke is this whole... Well, he says the reason that Luke is this whole new entity is because he was the first to acknowledge his own dark side, that it was not separate from him. Yeah. So he's talking back then about the idea of Luke's... Of Skywalker being like a separate thing to yeah. Jedi, Sith, etc. Awesome. Like a higher level of understanding, which ties into what Luke was saying in episode eight about, you know, balance... Um, the Jedi is that's that's vanity to think that you yeah you know your way is the right way kind of thing. Um, so yeah, we a Skywalker could be a type of Force user who who balances the darkness yeah. and the light in a way that the Jedi and the Sith weren't able to. We also just remember this this nice setup that Luke references Darth Sidious there as mm. well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice exactly. Seeding of this happening. Yeah. Mm. And if if um. Yeah, hundred percent. And if if Kylo was to be redeemed, that also could tie into this sort of this meaning of the word Skywalker, meaning some kind of you know a Force user who who kind of combines the light and the dark yeah. as well. Because obviously that would be Kylo if he's if he's redeemed, yeah. and that's yeah. that's that goes to the whole um, thing with his mask we were talking about before about him embracing the the dark side as well as the the mm. light side. Um. Yeah, I mean, we talked before this episode, the title could be referring to Kylo. Yeah. Um, yeah because he be. is, you know, he's part of that Skywalker lineage. Um, the last time we saw, you know, the word rise used in a prominent way in Star Wars, it was um, the Emperor talking to Anakin Skywalker yeah. when he became Darth Vader. So if this is sort of a bookend to the prequels, and, you know, it's like poetry, it rhymes a logical bookend for that would be instead of kind of Vader rising from Anakin at the Emperor's command, you've got sort of Ben rising from Kylo Ren yeah. to fight the Emperor. Um, but you know, who, who knows? Um, and even if the title, all right. So, so rise of Skywalker, whether or not the title is referring to him directly or Skywalker as a movement or yeah. sky inspired by the last scene of the last Jedi or Skywalker as a, as a combination of light and dark, do you think we'll see, like physically see Mark Hamill in this film? Yes, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. F- fuzzy, <laughs> fuzzy hologram Hamill. Do you think beard or no beard? Uh, crate beard, right? What crate beard? Crate beard. Crate. Oh, crate I'm with you. Beard. I'm with you. Yeah, As yeah, in, yeah. You know the the beard. The, the, the shorter His bit. Illusion yeah, yeah. beard. Illusion yeah. beard. Yeah. Because you know when when you come back, you come back as the whatever kind of you want idealized version of. Yeah, you come back as Hayden. Hayden, if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Darth Vader's like, yeah, this is me. This is what yeah. I look like the whole time. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, very possibly. I. Um, well, I mean, I. I'm obviously. I'm. I'm thinking he'll appear at, at the very least in this in the the big uh, the big fight scene at the end where the, yeah. where I think the Force ghosts will will show up. Um, but I, yeah, I think he'll be appear earlier than that to instruct Ray. I mean, the voiceover we hear in the trailer will probably be in the film. Um, yeah. it's hard to say cause they've had voiceovers in the trailers before that aren't in the films, yeah. but, um, but, uh, I assume that's something he says when he appears to Ray at some point or another, yeah. maybe not that no one's ever really gone. Um, cause we've, that's already been in the films, but the, the earlier parts of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well that's, we've gone through, we've talked about this, um, wow. I don't know how how are we tracking for for time. Well, it's like it's 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 pretty much the length that the film is going to be. <laughs> so, you know that's cool. So so much respect for whoever made it this far into the pod. Um, uh, and yeah, we did a long one last time too. And, oh uh, yeah, 
the Phantom Menace. Oh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. Commentary. Yeah. Look, this so pod's only for serious, uh, only for serious Star Wars fans. Clearly. Kudos to people who made it through that. Yeah, and I know a few of you did. Yeah, because I've had some messages. <laughs> well, that's good. That's cool. <laughs> good messages, I hope. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. okay. Uh, someone appreciating that. Uh, um, I mentioned that I wouldn't want to be Darth Maul without my bum and my bits. It's a, it's a good point. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to be. Yeah. Um, but just just before we we call time on this, then. I mean, we've talked about, we've broken this down in, in ludicrous detail. What, what did we actually think of it as a trailer? Like, like removing all the, 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 you know, cryptic, what if this means that? And what if that means this or whatever? Purely as like a piece of advertising for a film. Mm -hmm. How do we think this compares to the trailers for like the last few movies? It it seems to do almost exactly what The Force Awakens trailer did. In, in terms of like emotion, mm. you know, the very, very first teaser. Mm. Yeah. Um, with Finn, you know, panting and rising up out of the desert. Like mm. we've mentioned before how that's very similar, you know, mm. but you get, you kind of get like, yeah, you, you get those little shots of nostalgia, like with Lando and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And mm. you get the emotion of Ray hugging Leia. Mm. And you, you get a sense of, threat at the end obviously and a mystery mm. yeah there, there's a lot going on there mm. yeah and you know you, you've got the down death star down star destroyers there's all there's a lot of you know there's a lot of parallels yeah, with that parallels parallels there, there, yeah. they're trying to go for the same kind of territory aren't they uh. and i guess with, with being jj it's it's obvious i'm back on he, jj's he, cut, he cuts a trailer the same kind of way doesn't he mm. you know, he knows what he's doing yeah i um I I personally think it's probably well. See, the thing is, I suppose too in my head, I'm comparing it to the full like the trailer trailers for the previous films. Yeah. But I guess to be fair, you do need to compare it to the teaser trailers. Yeah. It's probably the strongest teaser. Like if you're comparing yeah. it, if you're comparing it to the there's a lot in there. The, the you know the the Chewie we're home or the the football trailer for the Force Awakens. Um, it's not as good as those in terms of like you know punch the air like I, I need to see this movie right now kind of excitement um but it's it's obviously for me it's weird this movie this trailer has the biggest reveal out of any of the yeah, star wars trailers it does yeah like none of the trailers have, have ever i don't think off the top of my head given away like a plot point as important as like yeah the emperor is back in this movie yeah um in in a teaser uh but I mean, oh, there was a Revenge of the Sith trailer that gave away literally the entire plot of the film, but I can't remember if that was a trailer. Or we a knew that anyway. We knew that anyway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, despite that, though, I'd say it probably, like, I don't know. It was a, it was a cool trailer. Yeah. I, I, I'm i not sure I liked it as much as the previous trailers. That could have had something to do with, like, watching, watching it on an iPad screen <laughs> yeah. at 3 a.m. And, you know, when, when, when I'm about to fall asleep. But um, it's a slow burn for me. Yeah. Like I found myself maybe not as, even though it, it did have a couple of those like goosebump kind of moments, yeah. not as pumped up about it as I have been about previous trailers, but thinking about it a lot more in the subsequent days. Yeah. Like even yeah, just sort definitely. of while we were, you know, like, like I suppose I had a couple of days to just kind of like mull it over while we were on holidays or whatever. And like, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot there to chew on. Yeah, like there's it's 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 um there's a lot of, a lot of substance in this trailer. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, 
exciting stuff. Exciting oh, times. It's going to be good. It, we're, it's yeah. it's it's uh, it's back on. Yeah. Everything's back on. <laughs> Everything's back Everything on. that we thought was was off <laughs> is um, and you know we've talked before. We both loved the Last Jedi, um, but it it did feel kind of like it felt more conclusive than you would expect, like a middle chapter to yeah. feel. I mean, I suppose one interesting just quickly is like the movie that I thought we were getting based on the end of The Last Jedi, is not the movie we're getting. Yeah. So I've talked before about the thing that I was really looking forward to in episode nine, is that for all this talk of like, oh, episode eight feels more like, you know, an ending than than, yeah. than a middle chapter, and, you know, I, I definitely agree with that to an extent, because I just said that. Um, I, I also was like, oh, yeah, but this is also, like, really pumping us up for, like, the Rey versus Kylo Ren, yeah. you know, brawl to end it all in episode nine. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think, if anything, based on this trailer, I would say, yeah, they'll be on the same side. Um, they may have a little brawl early in the film. Yeah. To get out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it also doesn't look like, again, based on this very brief teaser, mm. we're getting, like... The it Rebellion? Does, yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like the Resistance will be sort of the size that we thought it might be. Like, yeah. it looks like this is the crew on an adventure, not, you know... Finn leading an army of like turned stormtroopers or whatever we thought was going to happen. That could still happen in this film, but um, it doesn't look like that's going to be the state of play at the start of the movie. Like it's only been a year or whatever. Clearly, the First Order is still too big a threat to go up against militarily, so Mm. they're going to do sneaky round the back, sneaky round the back, looking for whatever this secret is in the Emperor's tower potentially. I love your idea that they're deliberately retracing. Darth Vader's steps yeah. for some reason that we don't for some reason that we don't know yet and somehow this ends up with Rey yeah. finding out that she's connected to which, which which could even um, require a visit to Cloud City which was in Rey's force back true and, and technically maybe... Rey could just be going to the places in her force back like yeah, she, she might not be, even yeah. be deliberately retracing yeah. Vader's steps per se yeah. I'd have to I can't remember where those places and there's were. also the distinct possibility that Lando's back in charge of Cloud City yeah, if that happens. I mean, yeah. who knows what Lando's been up to? Yeah, who yeah. knows? Yeah, yeah. Anything. Yeah. Do we think Naomi Aki is is Lando's daughter? I doubt it. That seems yeah. yeah. Makes the universe too small. Everyone kind of thought that Finn was Lando's son. Yeah. Which, you know, these things are just clearly based off skin color. And yeah. It seems it's like a little, a, little bit it's of a little racism. bit on the nose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I mean, that said, she could easily. T- I mean, like, I'm pretty sure one of Lando's kids could be at least half alien. Well, or half <laughs> you know, machine, or half machine, or yeah, yeah, yeah. half anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do we? Um, oh, actually, you know what? That's a whole other pod. Anyway, <laughs> let's 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 bring this to a close. Yes. Um, episode nine trailer looks great. Uh, let us know what you think. Get in touch. We are forcematerial at gmail dot com. You can also hit us up at uh, at forcematerial on. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Realistically, Twitter is the one we check the most often, so probably yeah. hit us up there. Um, Let us know what you think of these hot takes we've it, been dishing up. <laughs> exactly. What are your theories? Do they make more sense than ours? Probably. probably. <laughs> let us let us know. I'm Ron Williams. I'm Baz McAllister. And you've just taken your first step into a larger world.